What the f*** is this? This is political. Let's be Greetings, fellow sovereign beings. God, what a day! What a month! Ah! I can't tell you! God! Anyway, you're listening to WTFR. Oh! Can I breathe now? Can I stop now? I'm just checking something. Hang on. Yeah, we're on. We're definitely on the network. And we're on... uh, we're on uh, D-Live, that's the one, it's called D-Live, you know, it's, it's called D-Live, and there's another one called Trovo, and eventually when it gets there, it's uh, it's called Rumble, Bitchute, Odyssey and Spreaker, but uh, anyway, yeah, uh, yeah, you're, you're listening to WTFR, I'm Joss the Boss, and uh, all that, uh, nobody's boss but my own, and I, I wonder about that sometimes, but hey-ho. Uh... I'm, I'm exhausted. By the way, I've, I've got to say, apologies for last night. If if any were eagerly awaiting um, the, uh, you know, a show from me last night, there was absolutely... I'll tell you the story. Before we carry on with the show... By the way, this, this particular show is called The Pushback. Let me shed a bit of light on the subject. That's better. Um... Yeah, this show's called The Pushback, and I'm, I'm sure you, you, you know we're here every week and all of that. But, uh, yeah, basically... Uh, we had we had a, a festival thing to do on uh, Saturday, and you, you can imagine the preparation for that, tearing around like a a blue bummed something or other, and uh, and uh, well, anyway, we did the day. It, it went all right and stuff, and then um, yeah, ex- exhaustion basically. Uh, yesterday I landed up uh, here. Here we are. So busy weekend. We've had house guests for three weeks, uh, which has been it's been great. It's been great, but um, the our, our final two house guests, and I'm sure they're listening in, or if not now, they will be. Uh, Chappie and RV, they left last night, and because uh, we we had Sharon Seven staying with us as well. Um, it was uh, we had a, had a crazy one though yesterday. I had a road trip, which should have been a four journey, four four hour journey um, there, and a four hour journey back. It turned into hang on, how many hours? Well, I set off. I set off about uh, quarter past nine uh, in in the morning and didn't get back until midnight last night. And I was supposed to be t- towing a caravan for Chloe, who's a regular on our Wednesday show. She's She'd gone to some bash up in Norwich, sort of neck of the woods, and uh, it's nightmare. Let's let's just suffice to say nightmare. And I got back home midnight last night, and it bought me. I had just about an hour left to say uh, our goodbyes to uh, Chappie and RV. Uh, our Dutch contingent, and uh, I'm I'm glad I at least got to say goodbye to them before they took off, and yeah, I uh, I've been crabby as anything today. I can tell you, I'm just like, leave me alone, leave me alone. No one else get in my way, and I, I had to take the PA system back from the weekend, and it's just been absolute. I'm absolutely battered. I cannot tell you. I'm going to work tomorrow, Friday. I'm going on strike. Uh, Saturday, 
quality family time, not lifting a finger for anyone and whatever, just spending time together as a family. Sunday, I'm waiting for absolute confirmation. I'm supposed to be meeting up with a bunch of people. We shall see. And then possibly Monday, I've got to go and pick Chloe up again. So I'm kind of thinking if this all works out according to plan... I'll be staying kind of somewhere, you know, I don't know, north of London uh, on on Sunday night and uh, <laughs> what have you. So I'll be doing the chill stream from there. And Rhea, if you're listening, hi, Rhea. <laughs> what a nightmare. Um, but, yeah, I'll be doing Sunday Long Live radio, probably probably from some, some dodgy lay-by or, a, you know, I don't know, a service station on the M25 because, you know, it's the world's biggest car park. Uh, so, but whatever, we'll, we'll get around to, we'll worry about that nearer the time. But yeah, it's pretty full on at the moment. And yes, I've loved every second of it, but there's a limit, you know, there is a limit. Anyway, look, enough, enough from me. It's, uh, it's good to, uh, it's good to be here. It's, uh, c- kind of relatively back to normal and stuff. So, uh, without further ado, anyway, let me, uh, let me bring on the man, uh, Colin, sir, I'm, I'm assuming. Hello. Is that working? Oh. Of course, that that'd be far too easy. Is that it work? Would be too easy, wouldn't it? That's better. That's working. <laughs> See, that's there. Yeah, I'm just thinking. Nah. Oh, everything's stacked against me today. <laughs> Grr, get out of my way. Just work. Damn it. It's character Grr. building. Character bit. I've had. I've had character building. I've had that's what s- they call it now. Six lifetimes of character building. <laughs> You can, you can stick your character building where, where, where yeah, never mind. Mm-hmm. Anyway, how, how are you doing? I'm doing all right, thank you. Feeling yeah. better now? Yeah, feeling better, but still not 100%. Yeah. yeah. Dodgy guts and what have you, let's not go to, um, you yeah, don't know the gory details. No, really not necessary and all of that. Nah, just, I no put it down to... No sound effects, please. No, 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 that's fine. I don't intend to do Pretty sound fine. effects. No, <laughs> or smell effects, yeah. Probably smell a vision. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that's the kitty. But yeah, on the mend. That's good to know. Um, okay, so any any kind of interesting passing thoughts this past week? Only they're throwing Phil Schofield under the bus. Oh, well, oh, yeah. do you know what? I've been so busy. I've of, well, Casey Hopkins calls him Philip Savile. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Ooh, my word, that's well, it might just as that. well be <laughs> Philip Savile mm. <laughs> <laughs> mm. and his brother oh. too. Well, I know. I, I mm. mean, I didn't. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not up on everything to be honest. I've, I've just been so so busy. But um, I didn't particularly think. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Is this is the bit where I look like an idiot? I didn't particularly think Schofield, Philip Schofield had done anything wrong, but I knew his brother had... Uh, I, I don't really know all the, the rest of it, if there's anything else that's Timothy, I think he was called. Right. Something like that, I don't know for sure, but... Yeah. Hmm. But, uh, I, I guess... OK, so Philip Schofield's a, a bit of a wrong one as well. Is it... Could it... I don't know, Is am I sort of writing, guessing that he knew something was happening and neglected to say anything about it kind of wrong i think so i think it's in their contracts that human resources need to know if there's something going on 
right um and they can sort of iron out the creases so to speak gotcha. if, if anything was to happen and he neglected to tell human resources what was going on basically okay he was dating a teenage boy. well that's how the teenage boy got apparently. onto the tv show to start with by all so accounts it goes, yeah apparently but who knows i don't know but bit of good old-fashioned bribery and mm. corruption TV stars mm, and I'm Get guessing he probably sold his soul to get where he is anyway. That's what mm. exactly. Supposedly. Yeah. No. He started on children's TV, didn't he? Who well, would you say he started on children? Yeah. Yeah. Is that more appropriate? Finished up with them yes. as well. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's like, uh, what was it, a it's that mm. joke, isn't it? Uh, I don't know. Distasteful but funny, there's that joke. We don't mind got, distasteful. you got uh, <laughs> Jimmy Savile and Gary Glitter sat bored one night. And Jimmy says, uh, oh, you know, I'm bored out my skull. And uh, you fancy watching a film? And Gary Glitter goes, yeah, should we get Aladdin? <laughs> mm. mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'll leave it there yes. anyway. Yeah. <laughs> It's one of them, but it's, it's British humour, that is. It's laughing in the very, face of... The, very uh, British humour. Yeah, yeah. Laughing in the face of the, everything that's wrong with the world, yeah. basically. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Anyway. Yeah, other than that, the Ukraine war, Ukraine are getting hammered, but we all knew that anyway. You mean? Oh, you mean the yeah, bankers' yeah, war? Yes, the bankers' war that where Ukraine and Russia happen to be the appropriate tools at the moment. That's the one. Yeah, that's the one. That's yeah. exactly the one. Yeah, um, NATO have still <coughs> NATO still can't do anything about the Russian um, hypersonic missiles, or if they're even a thing. Well, so we're told. If they are a thing, then NATO have got no defence against them. Yeah. Same with the um, electronic, how they keep knocking drones out of the sky. Right. Whether they're actually firing EMPs at them or not, I've got no idea, but they seem to be shutting them down somehow. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, Ukraine have got no air force anymore because Russia have, like, taken it out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as well as a uh, depleted uranium missiles that uh, the UK just happened to drop in their lap. Yeah. And supposedly Europe have now got a radiation cloud hovering over it. Oh, that's nice. It's very thoughtful, isn't it? And of course they're mm. blaming Russia. <laughs> why wouldn't you? <laughs> why, 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 why not? Yeah, why? yeah absolutely, yeah. You know, why not? Anything but the bankers. You mustn't call out the bankers because... I don't know, that's racist or something, mm. you know. There and we all the billions and trillions and what have you that American have given Ukraine, they haven't actually given it to Ukraine, they've given it to the American arms manufacturers. Mm. Yeah, sounds, uh, sounds about right. Mm. Yeah, mm. lucky, lucky taxpayers. Aren't we? Mm. Goodness <laughs> me, us and every other nation on earth, aren't we lucky? Oh, we're all funding it somehow. Are we lucky to have a world run by uh, philanthropists? We are very, right. very thoughtful of them. Killanthropists, yeah, <laughs> that's the one. That's more like it. Warmongers, <laughs> a lot of them. <laughs> oh dear, fun, fun, fun. Anyway, probably better move things on. Um, Leo, how are you doing? Good to have you with yeah, us. Not bad, pretty good. Sun's out. I'm happy. Uh huh. It's pretty lovely, isn't it? Huh? Lovely. 
Now, what's going on with this blinking mic? Oh, man, a lot. Yeah, you, you'll have to borrow Colin's mic. This is ridiculous. <laughs> That's it. You can that share one. it. Okay. Share and share well, alike. Welcome to the show that laughs at Big Harmer and cries for the people. And give a shout out to Karen Torch, Lazen Max, Corin, and anybody who follows this show. There's lots of questions this week, but we'll start with this. Freedom of currency as in, is as important as freedom of speech, because both mean the very same thing. Freedom from tyranny and slavery. We all need to remember the high cost of freedom is definitely not free. The money is important, but not as important as the jury system, soon to be destroyed forever. If we lose this war, and it is a war, make no mistake, it will lead to humanity's downfall. Regarding, regarding war, the only problem it solves today is a lack of viable money laundering outfits for the wealthy and destroys millions of families for generations. None of which are the ones who decide which wars to start in the first place. Please remember, all gave some, but some gave all. Very poignant. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's, a, there's a number of questions for, for everybody, uh, not least of all you, you at home. Do you think we are better or worse off because we are awake? Maybe being awake, awake stops us from topping ourselves or kicking the cat up in the air. You wouldn't do that, would you? Uh, probably not, but <laughs> if you're upset. Today I might. Yeah, well, you might. Yeah, yeah. Josh, yeah, Josh might. I saw him do it earlier. Yeah. <laughs> I must have blinked and missed that one. No, absolutely. <laughs> um, a question again. I'm working you all hard, I'm afraid. Is it possible that some of the famous people that left us too early have faked their deaths on purpose to escape the Masonic suffocating tentacles surrounding them? After all, mm. you can't suicide someone who's, who is already dead. Would the Masons yeah. know about it or even care? Freemasons use the word free, but are they free? Surely they are bound in a way that the man in the street is not. Similarly, like a policeman who is bound to follow every edict from his station to the letter. Can't jump into a pond to rescue a child unless he is trained to be waist deep in water. <laughs> Yeah, right. Mm. Um, who is saying this? Then I'll shut up. There's a question. Um, I, I won't won't say who it is, and for for you know, till maybe ten o'clock. Who is saying this? Uh, I have always harboured an exaggerated view of my self-importance. I fancied myself as some kind of god. It is a sort of disease where you consider yourself some kind of God, the creator of everything. But I feel comfortable about it now since I began to live it. Prince, Prince uh, King Charles. Charles. Well, yes, yes. It's unbelievable, isn't it, how people can think like that. I mean, that's a, a psychopath on steroids, no, isn't it? You, you, uh, Harari or whatever his name is. Yeah. Could be Soros. Could be anybody, really. Yeah. Or all of them, even. Yeah, you could argue. More like it. Yeah. Mm. Does anyone know what an egregore is? Come on, Josh, you're the... An egregore. An egregore. How are you spelling that? E-G-R-E-G-O-R-E. -E -E. An egregore. As it sounds. <coughs> well, from Wiki... Egregore. You can Egregious. look up on Wiki. 
Go the on. collective group mind or group thought form. For the Jews, an egregore is Lucifer. Uh huh. So, I'm an anti-egregore. That's <laughs> <laughs> a different slant. Ah, right? oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm just a message from Torch. He says, um, from Torch's God, he said it was Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just bonkers, isn't it, really? It's life, isn't it? <clears throat> That's Very nice. much so, for now anyway. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it is that. One or two questions here. Mm. So, I think we're better off being awake. Yeah, well, clearly we are, but but, but only the ones probably who, who uh, what should I say, are fairly strong characters because they know that their, their being awake keeps them from, as I said, from doing things they perhaps shouldn't do. Mm. It's the ones that are not quite as strong-minded Mm. who might, might succumb to, I don't know, loneliness, people on their own. Mm. It's difficult. Very, very difficult. I've bumped into people who have been on their own and, and yeah. they don't know anybody else. Mm. It's very sad. Is that isn't it? because they're kind of introverted? They just don't go maybe. out and meet people? Maybe. Maybe. I've no idea. I think since, you know, 2020, people have been forced not to go out, haven't they? Mm. They've been... I don't think you should or whatever. I mean, in a way, we're so lucky that we form these groups. Mm. I've had a client today just on the computer and through a kind of company, she gets free sessions. And I spoke to her before the pandemic. So she just came back for sort mm -hmm. of top up. She's been a bit wobbly and she's got this new partner. And I just said, oh, where did you meet them? And, mm -hmm. and she said, oh, online, it's the only place you can meet anybody nowadays. And I thought, and she's <laughs> lovely, you know, she's a young pretty women and you just think it's amazing isn't it that's their mindset that that's all you can do i don't know only in her 30s i mean she's been married she's got kids but you know she's it's just amazing really that it is that luckily you know we're lucky to have these groups you actually go to physically rather mm, than absolutely. Do it online absolutely but it's mm. they've grown up because of because of where we are haven't they yeah, yeah. i've said many yeah. times i i know maybe 180 maybe 190 people from all the various groups, which I'm not friends with all of them, but I mean, I do speak to them. Um, well, I suppose as long as you're sort of on the same level as everybody else, it doesn't it doesn't matter whether you know them or whether you're friends with them or not. No, I just meant that some, some, some of them, I might phone them up and invite them around for a cup of tea. Some mm. of them I will only ever see at a, at a group meeting. But you'd recognise them. Oh, yeah, like absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. down the street or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. I mean, I prob probably know 35, 40 people who might come around for, for lunch or, mm. or whatever. I mean, that's quite a lot considering, Yeah. you know, you didn't know them before. Mm. And then, of course, there's all the others. So, um, yeah, it, it's it's... But you're quite a sociable chap anyway. Well, a lot of people wouldn't wouldn't agree with that. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I think I am basically, but mm. it, it's very different. People don't like me when they first... They don't understand what I'm saying. Well, they do understand what I'm saying. I, I have a, a a way of upsetting people. <laughs> I don't know I don't mean to. That. Well, there you are, you're... <laughs> You're lying then when you just said what you just said. <laughs> no, 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 not but, at all. Yeah, it's, 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 it's not easy. It's, uh, I've grown up not being a drinker, mm. and that has alienated me from everybody on the site. 
I can understand that part. And yeah, that's how I've never really got into into socialising with anybody from from mm. a site. Mm. And they're the yeah. people you see all day, every day. Mm. So that's not been easy. Um, but I just think that if people want to be like that, that's fine. That's up to them. I couldn't care less. Mm. Um, but you know, that's just the way it is. Um, but mm. I've got a very good goal now, and and and, and it's 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 changed things. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's changed things. Well, there's that companionship, I suppose. Well, the last girl who lived where you were uh, just down the road from you, um, Swedish girl. She's a lovely girl, um, smashing girl, but she's not awake. Her son teaches AI, which, you know, and she's had three jabs or four jabs. It goes against the grain, that AI thing, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, and as I've said many times, she, she's a prickly so-and-so and she will not hold back from giving you some stick, either me or anybody in the street who upsets her. And yet she got <laughs> four jabs and you think, yourself, how the hell does that work? How does that possibly work? Well, does she watch TV? She's being horrible to everyone outside herself, you know, rather than looking within. Well, she's not horrible to everybody. It's just that if you, someone upsets her, no matter who they are, no matter who, how big they are, mm. she's going to, you know, she's highly she educated, go of course. With both barrels. Yeah, absolutely. And she mm. would destroy them with a few words. Mm. <laughs> um, which was nice to see sometimes when, when I wish she used to do it to me. I just. That's mm. the thing, isn't it? When they come mm. for you, that's the thing. Oh, it, it, it didn't happen very often for me, to be fair. But, but, yeah. but, it, but the fact is, she, she had all these jabs. And, and I, why did you do that? I've been trying to tell you. Oh, well, what do you know about it? <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is the one who typed all my talks. I've been doing talks now for quite a long time. Well, six, seven years yeah. anyway. Mm. And she typed every word of all my... Mm. And she never asked in all that time. Never asked one question. I remember you said we talked about Never this. Yeah. asked one mm. question. And she, she obviously she read them all. Mm. You think there'd be hundreds of questions. Hundreds. You would think, wouldn't Especially you? Especially with the way things have, you know, Weird. stuck it stuck into well, the maybe government. Maybe she's and, got some sort of brain that kind of completely overrides that. Maybe she just literally it's like downloads information, doesn't even have a questioning bit well, anymore. She watches too much BBC, they? that's for sure. Just oh, trust the, B, people. the BBC is is the kitty. She sometimes mm. she'd have it on and I'd be there and I I gotta go. I can't I can't I can't you know mm. I'll end up just saying, Well that's that sort of why is he why is he just lying? <laughs> she said, oh, shut up, for God's sake. I have to go. Mm. You know, I yeah. can't tell her to turn off the television in her own house, but I suppose I could but Yes you can. But anyway, I, <laughs> I I can't say I wasted my time there but you know, mm. that's an experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like everything mm. else, yeah. Mm. But um, but the girl mm. I've got now is very good. She's not listening, by the way, so I can say that. Oh, <laughs> so. You just say it when she's listening. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So things are moving forward. I'm getting a few little niggly physical things which drive me mad, but because I'm not used to it, you see. Not actually any pain, mm. just mm. just just a bit of soreness here and there. I'm just not used to that. <laughs> mm. Mm. I guess I got all that to come. Mm. But the way it happens, it is, I've, I've, I've led a life of physical excellence, and so I can hardly complain. Mm. Yeah, I built a new house when I was sixty. The whole thing mm. from top to bottom. You're just wearing yourself out. No, my, my point was I was fit enough to do it at 60. Mm. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. it didn't hurt me a, a bit. 
Yeah. For the last, the last nine months, you know, all these little niggly things. Hey, that's probably eating too many of them, probably. No, that'd be it. Or not enough. Well, they're all, they're all, can I explain it? They're all, um... By the way, that loud thump on the table <laughs> was a packet of lemon yeah, puff puffs, biscuits. Yeah, sorry, yeah, so lovely. Puff well, yeah, <laughs> part yeah. packet. Yeah, part packet, yeah. yeah. Um, I might have to pill for one myself. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Yes, they're very inviting, aren't they? Yeah, oh, Moorish. They are extremely. Mm. But, um, they're all orthopedic. That's what I'm getting at. All the things that are going wrong are orthopedic. They're not, they're not internal. Mm. Not internal, mm. as it were. Mm. An interesting morning, I went to the doctor's. Doctor, sir, you have got a lump sticking out. There somewhere. It's only a little lump, a little P-shape. Mm. How hard as hell it is. Mm-hmm. And um, last night in the pub, we had a GP there. He's one of our group. Oh yeah, Anthony. He's a Spanish guy. Mm. He only works a couple of days a week now. He couldn't stand it any longer. And he had a look at it. He said, "Yeah." He said, "You just need to get a, a scan." So I went to the doctor this morning at eight o'clock. Uh, you have to go. You have to turn up at eight o'clock. There was nobody outside. I got out of my car, but the time I'd gone to the front door, there was two people there. <laughs> Five it's minutes later, rough. five minutes later, there's 20 people. <coughs> Jeez. You have to go there at eight o'clock to get an appointment, hopefully, that day. Wow. Things have changed. So anyway, I got an appointment at half past nine. Went out to go back at half past nine. And uh, he sort of fiddled around with it. And he said, well, he said, oh, right, it feels like a cyst. And I actually said to him about the, the doctor. And the doctor said it's not attached to the skin, mm. so it probably can't be a cyst. Mm. Um, but he said, um, you know, he said, well, I'll send you for a scan then. I said, yeah, that'll do me. Mm. I didn't, I wanted, I desperately wanted to say something about COVID, <laughs> but it didn't seem appropriate. You know, he was being reasonably nice to me, so yeah. I didn't want to upset the apple cart. Otherwise, he might put my might be scan appointment back about five. Not that I give a shit anyway, but <sighs> yeah, that's yeah, life, isn't it? That's it. <laughs> right, enough, enough for me. I'll shut up now. Yeah, all right. Listen, I need to say hi to some folk in the chit chat, and then uh, I get we'll bring the star lady on <sighs> and what have you. And she, Emma, can tell us all about why I'm so ratty. Yeah. And might it might might possibly have something to do with that. I feel like I've been run ragged, but you know it might have something to do with it. But let's we'll we'll go there. Um, <clears throat> have a bit of a deeper look, right? Let me swing the camera around so the people on the network can see me as well. Uh, not right. We got uh, we got four minutes and we got to go to ads. Anyway, it's good to see. Uh, I've got to say hi first of all to uh, Chappie and RV in the house. It's great to hey, you see the, even the clappy thing. That's it. Something's on my side. The clappy thing works. Hang on, sorry, Leo. If I make a suggestion, when Chaffee and RV come down next time, yeah. they come and stay with me. They just give you a break and there might, might be somebody else wanting to stay, but... I suppose it's, a, it's an option. We can talk about it, yeah. Just, you know, sunny up the road, so... Yeah, yeah, we, we can talk about it anyway. I um, want them down there as well. Hmm? So again? Hope want them down there. Everyone mm. at Hope loved them. <laughs> oh, I know, I know, yeah. <laughs> there you go, popular. Yeah. Anyway, listen, it's really good to... By the way, Chappie, I got your text this morning, but um, I know that if I text you back, I'm going to get my uh, 
um, network suppliers going to uh, message me and say it's not part of your contract to contact people outside of the UK therefore we're going to charge you loads no. of money or something like that so I just thought I'll say got your text on the show tonight and, and I did and I'm glad you got home safe both of you yeah, um, yeah chuffed to bits um, it was, it's been great seeing you it's a, it's a shame I didn't get back until midnight last night because uh you know, like to have spent a bit more time with you both uh, before you went, but uh, never mind. It's been it's been a great uh, great few days, and um, from uh, uh, Sharon Seven as well, who stayed with us for the best part of two weeks as well. But uh, she left on the Sunday. Um, I've got to say thank you very much for the Ninja Gini there from RV. Much appreciated, mate. And uh, we got Steve B in the house as well. Steve and thank you very much for the free Gibbs at the diamond there from Steve B. And uh, got a few lemons there from Diane D as well in the house. Good to see you. Uh, Freedom Key. We've got uh, Dick and Doris in the house as well. I've got to go to ads in a minute. Which I've just loaded up. Gordon Bennett. It's all go. It's all go. Anyone else in the house before before we carry on? Um, oh goodness me! I'm assuming DJ Ash the Bash. You see, I'd I'd love to have called in on Ash as well yesterday because it's daft. I had to go to um yeah. I was I was right nearby where Ash was, but. Didn't get home till midnight. It was nuts. Anyway, you've got to go to ads, folks. We'll see you right on the other side of this. WTF Radio, the place to be if you don't like the BBC. That's us, folks. If you're listening in for the first time, on WBN 324, indeed, D-Live, Trovo, Rumble, Bitshoot, Odyssey and Spreaker, when it gets there, if it gets there, it probably will get there. But cut me some damn slack. I've got enough on. God, all I've done is... No, I don't need to go on. I don't need to go on. I've done enough. I've still got tons of editing to do. I was was editing... We, from the the festival, I've... um, (laughs) Done quite a bit of uh, editing of videos already. Uh, the introduction, uh, Sadie, unfortunately, from Hope Sussex, she couldn't make it down to the festival, so she sent me a speech. I stood in for her. Um, I've edited... I've, yeah, I, I was the cameraman there as well. So... <laughs> oh, what, what? Um, the festival on there? It's... No, it's not on there yet, but it's... Um, it will be. Uh, yeah, it, it will be. If Karen wants to listen to what um, Chloe had to say. Yeah, and, it's... And Emma, of course. Yeah, that's it. So I've, I've got Chloe's talk done. I've got Emma's mm-hmm. talk done. I'm working on Emma's talk now. So it's Jay's talk and then the DJ set to go. And I did I did like a... The, the video, do you remember when, when I was wandering around with the camera outside and interviewing, you know, I interviewed you and Leo and um, Jay and a couple of others, Chappie as well. That came out really quite well. So uh, I'll, I'll be doing a bit of work on that. 
and stuff but uh yeah i've got so much to do still but at least it's kind of well and truly over the hump <laughs> right i've got to carry on saying hi to some folk um i spotted gary kemper in the house good to see you and uh i said hi to sharon seven didn't i we got uh, anyone else Yeah, Ash here in the chat saying you could have stopped overnight, bud, so you would have been refreshed. I know, I know, but I really, really wanted to get back to say goodbye to uh, um, RV and uh, Chappie. But, 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 I will speak to you about things over the next day or so, Ash, because I'm going to be very likely going to be up that way again uh, on Monday. So if if things go according to plan, I will call in on you at some point Monday, but we'll we'll talk about it because you know it seemed daft to me that I wasn't able to call in. I was a stone's throw from you, but it was a fifty on the, the stretch I was on, it was fifteen miles to where you are. That means a thirty mile round trip, and by the time I stopped in, that's added at least another hour and a half, two hours onto the journey. I just needed to get back because I was absolutely battered, mate. And I know you understand that. It, you know, how it's a long journey and stuff. But I'll be doing it again in a in a few days, so we'll we'll catch up. We'll catch up. Anyway, um, Annie D in the house. Hello, Good to Annie. see you. And. Uh, Thank you very much for the diamond from you. Um, saying good evening, just in after a meal with friends. Well, I hope that I'll tell you what, speaking of a meal, um, I was chowing down on some of that lovely quiche you made uh, earlier. You've still got some left over. And I thought, oh, yeah, that needs that needs eating. Because I put it this, I took the PA system back after the festival, right? And I got, I got back, I don't know. It must have been nearly five o'clock and it suddenly occurred to me I hadn't had breakfast today. So I went to the fridge and I cut myself a large slice of uh, what was left over of uh, Annie D's lovely uh, quiche with onions. Oh, nom, 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 nom. That's a rarity in our household. So so that went down now uh, really well. But um, yeah, I know it needs, it needs using up. So... There we are. Um, Annie D there saying hi to everyone. And uh, I said hi to Diane D, didn't I? We got uh, Steve B, I think I said hi to. Tell's mum in the house as well. And uh, anyone I've missed, you know it's not deliberate and all of that. Board Troll. Board Troll, good to see you. Uh, and Celtic Crusader as well. I think that's everyone. If I've missed anyone, it's not on purpose. Right, best crack on, best crack on. Just Emma, a, just go a on, quick Colin. Side yep, note. Yep, yep, yep. I used to be married to Talesman. All right. Whether it's the same one or not, I got no idea. But my, one of my stepsons is called Tell. Oh, okay. <laughs> there might there might be more than one in the somewhere. In the I, country, yeah, you know, I right? suspect there might be, but yeah. Hi, Talesman. There you go. Whether you're the same one or not, hi. <laughs> should, be, should be on there soon. Yeah, we'll, we'll yeah. find out in the next minute or so. Yeah. Give me some jip. You know what you used to do. <laughs> <laughs> Give me some jip. 
Okay. Oh, God. <laughs> Pretty, pretty evening. <laughs> Captain Danger. <laughs> okay. Christ. What was what's what's happening right now? We just just had a just had a very important announcement, uh, obviously. But anyway, Emma, how are you doing? Yeah, not bad, thank you. I was also feeling a little bit irritable today. And I think there's something in the air, but I wasn't yeah, I as good as you. Yes. Yes. Well, yeah, that's, mm. yeah, that's a good point. Mm. But yeah, so not as manic as you've been. No. And um, yeah, just listening to what everyone's been saying, like Leo's saying about, you know, feeling, well, you didn't say you're feeling like you're getting old, but sort of implies <laughs> well, yeah. it. Well, but also, but it's like I spoke to my mum, I think today or yesterday, and she she's always got ailments but it's like that 86 but she never really wants to complain i mean she's always got bad chest but she's always like oh no it's and doesn't want to go on about it and i think that was the way people used to be yeah whereas now people just go straight in for like tell you everything which i don't you know in terms of manifestation that's not the healthiest way is it if you were manifesting what you're saying Mm. so it's just kind of learning from the the older generation again is useful isn't it and the other thing this week I've listened to something on um, David Whitehead's channel with Michael Laflem. I don't know if you've heard of him he talks about Atlantis and ancient civilizations. Oh, yeah. yeah I'm not really familiar okay. with it but I know who David Whitehead is yeah, but, yeah. and also um, something on somebody else's channel about German new medicine oh yeah 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 so that's interesting and they both mentioned like constellations and Michael Desai mentioned it in terms of not the stars, but constellations, as in constellations in your brain of like, say you've got you've got your mother, but then you've got a mother archetype, and you've got other mothers who you've yeah. seen in your life. So in your brain, you've got a constellation of like the word mother with all these different people that you see as mother or father. And really, I just, <laughs> just thought it's just, just nodding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you understand or not? Just humour the nice. I just, I agree. I'm <laughs> Disagree, but no, my brain's scrambled. I got to say so. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah, please do. I don't just want to talk to yeah people nodding dogs. <laughs> That'd be a bit ridiculous. Speaking of nodding dogs, by the way, tells mum here says replying to Colin saying, "Lol, not me." Tells <laughs> is after my four dogs: Taffy, Ellie, Lottie, and Ziggy. Just so okay. you know, right, wrong, yes. wrong tells mum. Breathing Thank a sigh of relief. <laughs> <sighs> my bad. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> what was I thinking? I've got no idea. <laughs> she, what you were thinking was she, she might find out where you live. Well, I think, yeah. <laughs> that would be good, wouldn't it? <laughs> be after you. So, should I crack on with a bit of astro? Yeah, go weather? for it. It's, it's 20 to the hour gone already. Okay, so one of the things at the moment which is creating an imbalance between our sense of responsibility, which is Saturn, and our personal desires, which is Mars, because there's a quincunx. So there's a warning about we might feel irritable. Sorry, what, what was that word again? Quin? A quincunx. It's like, I think, 150 degrees. How, how, are, you spelling, how are you spelling that word just <laughs> yeah. for people on the network? There's Q, Q-U-I-N-C-U-N-X. Gotcha. I'm really glad you said X at the end there. I just wanted to clear that up for everyone. Yes, just because we were before 10 o'clock. Yeah, go on. But it's about being irritable and resentful, and it's the advice is to avoid lashing out at loved ones. 
because you think they're to blame. Yeah. And someone might be trying to hold you back, drain your self-esteem or reputation. So find the source of your problems and focus your energy on that is the um, advice. And I just looked at your chart, Joss, and that aspect hits the Saturn, hits your fourth house, which is home, right on your Mercury, which is communication. And the other piece, Mars, hits your ninth house, which is where your moon is, which is your emotions. Okay. So that's probably why you, it's probably hit you hard as well. Mm. But the good news is that there's a, there's a full moon coming on Saturday. And right. It says for Aquarians, I read the bit, it says for the full moon, yeah. mm-hmm. for you Aquarians, um, let's see, um, do, 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 do. we'll get there, we'll get there, we'll get there in the end, <laughs> yes, okay, so the full moon will fall in your 11th house in Sagittarius, the full moon's in Sagittarius for, Aqu- for all of us, but the 11th yeah. house for Aquarians, so it marks the end of a cycle connected to your social life, group involvement and social media. And Sagittarius and Aquarius makes a positive aspect to each other. So it will bring create positive changes for you, apparently. So something to look forward to. Um, okay. And then the new moon on June the 18th, further down the line, is in Gemini and influences your fifth house of creativity, romance and fun. So something to look forward to, I guess, hopefully. Mm. Um, the other things that happening yeah. this Mars, which is quincunxing, like I said, Saturn is in Mars is in Leo. Yeah. And Leo, the highest point of Leo is about sovereignty, which you mentioned. You know, being a Leo personality can be very sovereign, and you feel very in charge of yourself. And people aware Leos are very good mm. people to be around. But if people aren't aware Leos and they haven't sort of developed, they can be very childish. So we can all be having that energy, very sort of childish, tantrum energy, which mm. is maybe what we've been suffering if we're feeling a bit pushed. Yeah, I've, I've been throwing the toys <laughs> out the pram a little bit today. Just a little bit. Just a little know. bit. And there's another aspect um, that's going on from, from Wednesday to Sunday, so from now to Sunday, which is Venus trine Neptune. And Venus is all about... Um, sort of romance also finances and neptunes about spirituality so it's a good energy for relaxing daydreaming um connecting on a spiritual level so that would be a good antidote i guess if you're feeling out irritable to watch a movie or something yeah. just like a bit more relaxing um mm. just getting ready for the full moon on saturday mm. and the last thing as well to mention is it's the last week the full week that Pluto's in Aquarius before it goes back into Capricorn until January next year. So we've had that taste of Pluto in Aquarius for a couple of months and now it's going to retrograde back um, on the 11th of June until January. So it'll go back into this sort of, well, they talk about destruction of Capricornian themes or Capricornian themes such as money, authority structures and traditional archetype of the father and men. So yeah, something. So be prepared for lots of sort of shifts the next six months that we've seen over the last sort of fifteen, twenty years coming mm. back before we enter into Aquarius. So yeah, it's sort mm. of to get things your ducks in order, I think, in a way, because I think they're talking about the big financial crashes and things maybe happening next year when Pluto's fully in Aquarius. That's what I've heard, but I, mean, I don't know. Well, they so said just uh, keep 
They Shall said it was this year, last year. Well, exactly, yeah. I know. <laughs> they like to keep dangling that carrot. Well, I know. Yeah. You're propped up. Well, the last one happened when Pluto entered Capricorn, which was 2008. So Pluto's entered Aquarius, but it's coming back and entering again, finally, next January. So it could be that. Yeah. So, yeah. These very, very interesting times, you know, um, any anything new is a, a bit of a struggle. So, you know, birth pains mm, and stuff like that. Exactly. Bringing a new life into the world, unfortunately, uh, involves pain mm. um, for, you know, mother and baby and whatnot. It's a total shock. Um, so you can't expect... You know, the kind of, kind of stereotypical new age kind of, hey man, everything's going to be fine, yeah, we're all going to be wearing mm. flowers in our hair as we enter the age of Aquarius. No, it's going to be more like a shipwreck. Uh, you're going to be clinging onto the mast for dear life whilst you got Moby Dick doing somersaults over the top of you. Mm. Um, that's probably the reality of it, but, you know, things will stabilise. Well, hopefully, it makes know. me think as well, the systemic constellation work I do, there's certain sort of sentences that yeah, Hellinger yeah. had and yeah. about bringing new life into the world. <coughs> he always mm. talked about it as death, it's, it's life and death situation every time a birth's yeah. into the world, especially, I suppose, in his time. He said, yeah. you know, mothers take the risk every time. It is literally yeah. life and death. Yeah. So that's how, yeah, like you say, we birth. And also what Leo was saying earlier about whether it was better to be awake and... If people feel lonely and mm. so on. There's another sort of truth that Bert Hellinger said that when we step into a new life, when we like leave, say, our parents' kind of little world or leave a little, you know, maybe leave a marriage or leave a little group that we don't belong to anymore, we, we do feel mm. lonely and guilty, but that's okay as long as then we find, you know, the antidote is to find groups that then we belong to again because we just have to, it's like a growing pain again, stepping mm. out of those old groups. So yeah, if people do feel mm. lonely and dejected. It's about trying to reach, you know, find other people, isn't it? They can connect with. Yeah. I think I think it's interesting as well because it's it's good. It's kind of being thrown in at the deep end because if you feel lonely, uh, go take a look in the mirror because the chances are you you'll recognise an aspect of yourself that's needy. Mm. Um. And whilst you don't want to be completely hard-nosed, it's to, to be able to stand in your own sovereignty and say, yeah, I've moved on from these childish things or whatever. Mm. And fine, I'm Billy No-Mates, but I've made the right decision because I'm standing. And if, if I'm on my own, then so be it. And it's I think it's it, whilst it's important to have... Um, a peer group or, or whatever mm. you know people you connect with um being able to feeling comfortable in your own skin and standing mm. on your own enjoying your own companies equally it, it's just being comfortable sure, with all of both, it both isn't it yeah it's it like is balance I yeah guess, isn't it? that's it so don't mm. be don't be needy in in any circumstances whether on your own or with a group you know so i, I think there's lessons to be yeah. learned for all of us, you know. Yeah, I had an interesting guy yesterday on the Leo King I listened to, and he had his mate on who yeah. said he had a sort of spiritual breakthrough years ago, and now like he sort of seems to download stuff. And he does tarot cards, 
But he said he often finds he's like in the flow and everything's going well. And he says every time that happens, he's like thinks, oh God, that means I'm not balanced because if things go well, mm-hmm. I'm life's going to throw something at me that's bad because everything's in balance. So he says that's when he goes down the gym and really gives himself pain because he thinks, right, I need to give myself some pain here. So life doesn't throw so pain at me. So if he doesn't me. do it, the universe yeah, do it for Yeah, so him. I thought that was mm. just quite interesting, actually. It's like, yeah. I don't know. I've never thought of it like that before. But it's just interesting hearing other people's ideas. Mm. Yeah. Makes sense, doesn't it? I think so. Remember when Ali, Ahmed Ali, got mm-hmm. the um, Alzheimer's and he was quite bad? Yeah, I remember seeing He used to say, Alzheimer's. Yeah, he used to say that it was God punishing him mm. um, for what he didn't know. But he, he said that God told him or said to him that he... He, he's had such an incredible physical existence mm. with what, everything that he accomplished and he did accomplish rather a lot mm. um, and he said that was just God balancing his life up yeah it's interesting isn't it it's interesting the rough the smooth kind of thing mm, yeah because it's easy to say that once he's ill mm. you wouldn't have said it before that no because you don't want to well you wouldn't know would you you wouldn't have known but this is the, the reason why I often say to you, do, can you foretell the future, as it were? Yeah, well, can I can Can you put can't. the I mean, lottery numbers down now? I think some people can. <laughs> Not I mean, that I've ever done the bloody lottery. I think, some, no. I think some people can, but it's seen as bad karma as well, apparently. Well, that would be intent, though, wouldn't it? I mean, mm. if you could foretell what next week's winning lottery numbers mm. were, if you wrote them down and you won, if you won it every week, then charities would be buzzing because you'd, mm. you'd donate it all. Mm. Or vast majority of it. Otherwise, no, I don't know about that. Would you give if if you had a lot of money? Would you give it to the charities? No, I wouldn't. No, exactly. Well, not, I don't give charities. I'm by bankers, in my same yeah. same dirty well, trash. Them, most yeah, of them. Well, some of them are just well. Most of them are just. So when I was on a lifeboat crew, that's a charity that I gave yeah. time to. Yeah. I've yeah, never given them any money. Yeah. I don't do money for charities. I give them time. So at least that way, I know. It's being spent wisely, absolutely, rather than filling the fat cat's pocket and getting absolutely. him another yacht or a yeah, holiday exactly. or another holiday home or something. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. And it's like the cancer charity, Cancer UK. Yeah, why are they still in, a, in existence? They're arguing because cancer. it's just illegal to say so. Because they're picking up free between three and four hundred million every year. I know, but they're also getting it from the government. It wouldn't surprise me. It's like the RSPCA, the RSPCA getting government money too. Yeah. No, they're, they're, it's not government <coughs> money, it's our money. Sorry, tax They yeah. stole. Because yeah. Yeah. Mm. Well, they sure don't use our money to put things right. No, no, absolutely. What I thought was interesting, you know the NSPCC? Is that the animal charity? No, the children. What's the animal charity? RSPCA. RSPCA, yeah. You know that the RSD, the animal charity, um, was established about thirty years before the children's charity. And did you also know that the animal charity has got the royal seal of approval? Okay. Mm. The children's charity has not yet had it. So what does that? What does the what does that say about the royals? 
they like, like animals, they like animals more than children. children. Well, it's like the old thing, you used to have to I have a licence, didn't you? <coughs> you used to have to have a licence for dogs, didn't you? And actually mm. prove that you were going to be a responsible mm. owner when well, you didn't in, have to in time, children. you have to have a licence for children. Mm. Well, in essence, you are, I guess. Well, you do have a licence. You do have a licence. Not a personal one, but... A cat is the only domestic animal you're not liable for. A cat. A cat. Anything else... You're liable for it. If a dog runs out in the road and the car dodges a dog and kills a bus stop full of people, you're liable for it. If a cat does that, you're not liable for it. I was driving along the other day and a car coming towards me um, hit a, a fox mm -hmm. right in front. There's two foxes and one scooted out of the way. <coughs> Karen says she thought it was a, a, young, a young fox, but I don't know. And I looked as I went past, I looked out the window and there it was. Or sick. It gets messy, doesn't it? Got sick. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I had a pigeon the other day, but I think you I did what? Oh, you hit, hit a pigeon. pigeon. Yeah, yeah. I didn't see it in the road. I'm hoping it just carried on flying. Mm. Mm. It glanced off the windscreen. It I might, it might be chaff. right. It dived out of a hedge. Mm. Just, just too low to go, sort of to go over me. Yeah, yeah, that's what pigeons do best. That's what pheasants do best. Pheasants are really good at suicide. Yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah. Send the boxes, of course. Yeah. Oh, they, come road, they come to a row. They come to the road. They don't look right, left, and then right again. They just go straight across. Yeah. They wait till something's coming before they run. Mm. Yeah. I did when that. You get that perfect imprint of a pigeon on your your patio yeah, you get door that windows. Cloud of dust, didn't you? Yeah, <laughs> it leaves some amazing. dust. Yeah, I did that once. I just remember there's some foreign students. I used to have a motorbike and I used to drive home on it and it was a wet day good for you mm. and then um, I could see it was like Dulwich around that way and I was only going like 20 maybe not even that and I could see these there's like a group of three or four teenagers and I could see them looking the wrong way and I was trying to break and I was going look this way look this way and they were looking the wrong way and they stepped out I was like jeez mm -hmm. and all I was thinking was oh my god I'm going to be absolutely you didn't run them over this. No, well, no, but it was a bit of a carnage. I was going so slowly and the bike, I fell off and came off and they sort of all were like all a bit panicky, but luckily they all sort of helped me and it was all a bit, and I, well, I was just, thank God, they didn't say, right, let's take your number and we're going to report <laughs> you. Yeah. That's all I was thinking. I was thinking, geez, I'm going to get in so much. You know, I didn't obviously want to hurt them, which I hadn't, but. Mm, that's what yawns for. Oh, my God. To warn people. Oh, yeah, but it pipes. was like a motorbike with like a beep, beep, you, you, you know, imagine? like little... Can you imagine yeah, riding a bike, a bike? I can actually. You can. Yeah. You, can you can imagine a riding a bike, can you? Mm. <laughs> I'm gonna ride mine. Fourteen hundred. Did you? Yeah, Biggest I've been is five hundred. But yeah, that was just horrible. That was like heart stopping moment. Because when you do that when you're abroad, if you've done that, you look the wrong way, don't you? Automatically. I always, you know, you say you look left, right, left again. Mm. When you go abroad, I think you just got to go left, right, left, right, left, right, left, mm. right. Because you're like, which way am I gonna mm. look? How old were you when you gave up the bike? And I gave 15. up. Fifteen. Uh, it got both my bikes got nicked, I think, eventually. Well, that's why you gave it up. 30. <laughs> 30, yeah. okay. Mm. Mm. Never been on a bike in my life. Oh, really? Well, the front, the back. Oh. I don't know what you're missing. Oh, no, really? The hell with that idea. <laughs> that was my only form of transport for a good decade. Hmm? That was my only form of transport for a good decade. Where was that, around Sussex? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, just your boat bike probably got a bigger engine than that one you got out there, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, that's a 1500, but yeah. That's 1500, is it? Mm. A tiny little car, isn't it? Mm. 
Like mm. a little go-car compared to my van. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. An overloaded transport and a little lightweight Fiesta with a 1500 diesel turbo. Mm-hmm. I took your advice, Joss. Oh, yeah. Going down to Hope was... Sussex. Uh-huh. Went through the fail fail tunnel. Yeah, yeah. the corner, yeah. turn right, straight down. I thought it was great. It's lovely drive, Just get isn't it? off, get straight off line. the main road. It's a nice Ooh, drive, bloody traffic That road's not bad, I've got Emma to thank for that. I've followed Emma. I'm yes. like, oh, yeah, I prefer this route. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. As you say, to getting towards Heathfield, or just before, or just after, it was a bit bumpy. Yeah. There's a few holes in them. It's just after, Damn yeah. Road. It's a pothole stand, um, we call it. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, went straight the way through. Yeah. No problem at all. That's um, it. At How night do you pronounce t- that tunnel? Felt fat. Cool, it's cool fail or something. Well, it's spelled yeah. that way, but it's... it's, it's I've never it's, been it's, able to It's fe- fe- fell fail or something. Who is it? Yeah. I don't, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Fail. I just sort of say I looked, cool I looked it up one day. Yeah. Lewis Tunnel. I, I looked it up. True. I couldn't believe it was a stupid name. Right, yeah. look it up. <laughs> anyway, look, I've, I'm going to have to turn the mics <laughs> off for a second because um, it's we've got less than a minute and we're off air. Very quickly, I've got to say hi to Simon Webb with Wraith. And Beth Gish in the house. Good to see you, all of you. And I think that's about it. And, and on that note, uh, yeah, you lot listening on the network, it's good to be back. But, um, yeah, uh, you can catch us again Friday, 9pm UK time, 10pm Central European, 4pm Eastern. And, uh, yeah, we'll be tearing the mainstream media a new one again. But you've been listening to the pushback we're going to carry on the conversation um, on uh, the video platform. Right, you lot on the network, take care. I'll see you Friday. Okay, then. Uh, God. Hang on, I'll ping the other mics on. The series from like the 60s and 70s, not that I was born in the 60s, but there was, um, they used to teleport, they used to like be telepathic. I used to love it, I remember seeing it bits as a kid. You mean to say you were watching the television? It was on YouTube, I was, when I was a kid, yeah. My mum had it on all the time. I remember it, but I never used to watch it. Yeah, I think my siblings used to watch it. And we used to love it because it's all about, we used to think we could like telepathically communicate with each other. I think it'd be great. Mm. Because they sort of talk to each other in their heads and then somebody else It was all echoey, wasn't it, from what I remember? Yeah. And they go, oh, you can hear me too. And she goes, stop it, stop it, what are you doing? He goes, and they don't open their mouths. He's like, you're one of us. And they come from a different planet. I love it. I never used to watch it. I, I think I, probably I telling it. us. It's probably telling us a lot, isn't it? Mm. They're all in plain sight. Mm. So I just started watching it again. I was like, oh, this could be interesting. This might help us prepare for the new world. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think we are telepathic in a way because you know the dreams and stuff we have. I often have dreams that you know you dream about something so real. I think we've got far more powers than we than we know mm. certainly than we use at the moment definitely I think we probably don't have the brain power to actually interpret what, what yeah exactly I think we're not what, advanced what, what enough we know, or what we don't know um, yeah I think we're not advanced enough well the enough, fact that we? they've been fluorinating yeah. our 
um, our third eye, mm -hmm. that's got to have something to do with it. Otherwise, why would they do it? They just want to have more power than we we have. Well, you've heard me say before, I had two life or death experiences, and my brain, as I said before, was working 100 mile an hour um, in slow motion mm, and sure. in fast speed, both together. Now tell me how, how your brain can, mm, can, 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 mad, can work that amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, and, and I was in con not in control, I was out of control because I was going to fall, but I was in control of what I'm listening to, or not in this case listening, but what was in my brain. I could I could interpret all of it as it was happening. Mm. This is incredibly quick. What sort of brain can do that? Is that just like um oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Oh, I can't think of what, what I'm trying to say, sorry. <laughs> it's like you get strength, don't you? It's like that you get that amazing strength people can pick up cars if they see kids yeah, under yeah. and stuff like that. You just yeah. get this huge power it's like yeah. incredible yeah. what humans can do that's usually because you're in a f flight or fight yeah i suppose situation, a life or death situation um as in trying to help somebody in yes. my case i was helping myself mm. but there is no doubt whatsoever about my brain i've just worked out why this bloody mic wasn't working no it's not i didn't turn it on <laughs> <laughs> it's to do with the panning and uh, yeah, you'll either know what that's about or you won't. But nope. Nope. <laughs> I do. It's kind of, it's, it's very easy really. But yeah, panning left and right yep. and okay. stuff. And because I've got the, the output lead coming out of the left channel, any channel on the mixer I've got panned to the right doesn't even come through that side. So in, so I thought, I thought oh, yeah, another bloody speaker's blown. Uh, lead's gone or something. But... Anyway, yeah, it's, it's working now. Can I ask ask this question again? Go on, then. Uh, and I'll tell you who it is. Who is saying this? I have always harboured an exaggerated view of my self-importance. I fancied myself as some kind of god. It is a sort of disease where you consider yourself some kind of god, the creator of everything. But I feel comfortable about it now since I began to live it. Now that is a psychopath beyond anything you can imagine, is it? Henry Kissinger. One person. Um, Bill Gates. I said Henry Kissinger. Prince Philip. George Soros. Ah, uh, well. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I did I mention mean, his name earlier. <laughs> we were all yeah, pretty I close, would, weren't we? I probably would have gone. Well, they're all psychopaths, aren't they? Yeah, but but you actually tell people that? To put mm. that on... A, I don't know where the bloke where I think it's Henry Mackett, I got it from somewhere, but yeah. fancy to print it. Mm. I know. I mean, it's, it's one thing to think about being a psychopath, but it's one thing to act it out, because that's yeah. what he's actually saying. He must really yeah. consider I'm himself mad. untouchable. Absolutely, absolutely, completely. Mm. It's nuts. But to it? actually admit, to admit to somebody else yeah. is one thing, but to admit to yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, no. I mean, yeah. It's, yeah, that's crazy. It's, it's it? way beyond whatever you could... It's much worse than you could ever imagine, isn't it? I suppose on, 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 the one hand, mm. on the one hand, there's actually... I know this is pr probably sounds quite nuts in a way, but in a way... I'm, I'm not going to say it's a good thing because the blokes are nutter, but in a way, 
the fact he's had that realization about himself is that not evidence that he absolutely completely believes a hundred percent what you doing the language that loads of us have had a crash course in the last three years we we need to we need to stand in our sovereignty so you know uh, we need to soul reign that that's uh, you know i remember that's kind of what it what it means the soul the ruler of self sovereign souverain whatever um and that's so isn't isn't this evidence that he's actually living it he's probably one of the few people in this world is bang he might be evil with it but he's got it a hundred percent he believes in himself so much as do the Rothschilds, as did Rockefeller. You know, apparently he's dead. I'm not so sure. He might <laughs> have a clone or two. Uh, Soros, Kissinger. How come a weaselly old hundred-year-old fart who's probably about four foot nothing tall wields so much power and control government after and government after it. government? And he knows it. Exactly. And he's quite happy to tell everybody else in the world that he's in that position and they have yeah. to don't, maybe it's something they have to tell them don't they like Mark Devlin says they have to tell us don't they mm. yeah but the it's point I'm making trickery. is mm. how come a four foot nothing weasel yeah. like Henry Kissinger who is a hundred years old yeah. still has that much power I think Kissinger has got a lot more power than Soros Okay, I, I don't, no doubt about that he tells countries what to do yeah, he does Soros he does. has just got a lot of money I mean, he, 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 he does. Yeah, of course he does. But, but he's doing it with the money. Yeah. I mean, Kessling was actually quite a clever guy. Yeah, very um, much. But he's, but he's, he's got that much sovereignty. Yeah. He believes yeah, in himself yeah. so much. Yeah. Remember, some time ago. That's the thing. I mean, we need to learn that. I'll just sure. just to say, we yeah. we all need to bloody learn this about ourselves. If we could all grasp that. There would be no Soros's. No, it's our self-confidence, I think, isn't it? Well, People that's it. are just lacking oh, self-confidence. We'd have the balls well, to say, know, I don't know do that that's one. true, actually. Well, not everybody. I mean, I'm confident. What's under, I, yeah, what yeah, I yeah, do, so I. What <clears throat> underpins his self-confidence? The fact that he's done it. He's proved no, it. no, no. He's proved to himself what money does, presumably. Exactly. But we take the money away from him. What, what does he become then? A four-foot dwarf? Yeah, just a poor sad lonely old man yeah who, could, who, could, who would struggle to tell anybody anything mm. Mm. you know remember some time ago i mentioned that when bill gates went to court with his antitrust thing for microsoft remember they were uh he, he got done for monopolies did he they had to break remember that to break up microsoft because he had a monopoly i remember i'm going back, I'm going back you know i don't know what it is 30 years or so mm. And the words of the judge, I can't remember the name of the judge now, I did write it down, uh, and the, 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 the judge said, he hasn't, talking about Bill Gates now, and uh, for a judge to say this, it must be really true. Yeah. He said, um, someone had asked him his impression of Bill Gates, and he said, he has a Napoleonic attitude towards himself, and he's never had any reverses in his life. Mm. Mm. So is that not? Well, he's he's never that, had to work that, for anything. Exactly. Is, he? is that Soros again or, and Kissinger? Mm? Exactly the same. Yeah. Mm. I can't say. Yeah, they've never had to work. Nope. For anything, they've nope. never had to earn respect nope. because they've always nope. bought respect. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. 
just just like the the for example the Arabs, um, they've got all the money in the world, but they don't have any respect. So what do they do? Mm. They buy it. How do they do to. that? They pour their money into institutions that have a lot of credibility. Sh- should we say? Goes to mm. dinner with the Queen. He loves to be seen mm. with the Queen because it gives him importance where he hasn't, mm. where, where he probably doesn't deserve it. He, mm. You know, they didn't do anything for the money. No, no. Um, and so they buy into football clubs. Um, mm. They buy into Barclays Bank and, and other companies to buy the credibility because they've got all they've got is sand and oil. Mm. They've got nothing else. They've got no characters. They're, they're just evil bastards. All got black eyes. All the, all the, all the <laughs> royal families in... in uh, all about our royal family. Yeah, well, they've had black eyes from time to time. Mm. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's usually, a, I don't yeah. know, some kind of ritual or something, isn't it? Mm. Oh, yeah, the only thing it is, yeah. <laughs> that's, not, that's not the black eyes I'm talking no, about. No, you're talking about yeah, the smack in the mouth when they got a... Yeah. Then that's not mm. what I'm talking yeah. about. But. Be quiet or you're going to get more than that kind of scenario. Yeah, mm. yeah. yeah. It's a Freemasonry thing, something to do with some sort of inbreeding. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. yeah. Panda black eyes. When you see little no, children. that's children. Just black eyes. I know. Well, yeah. when they get, like, yeah, I, I know. There. I know. It's a horrible mm. subject. It is horrible. It's. You know. But just like when Prince Philip got black eye, he didn't fall over or anything. No, like that. No, was, no, he no. was like smacked in the face. Yeah. yeah. No, I suspect it. Keep him in order. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, of course she's quiet. Yeah, That's what quiet. they all go through. I mean, I've been looking at Mark Devlin's book again, The Musical oh. Truth, Volume 1, and he talks about that. They're all part of the club, aren't they? So they've all got mm-hmm. handlers, they've all got yeah. things. You know, so I don't know what their life's really like, but they're all probably told to do this or that, or in hypnotic mm. states half the time. Or, I'm there about mm. the Masons. You know, are we, they call them Freemasons, but we're much freer than oh, yeah. they are because they have to conform. They have yeah. to do what yeah. they're told. Yeah, they're controlled Masons rather than Freemasons. Oh, I think. absolutely. And all of them are controlled by the either the Masonic side of things or the mm. paedophilia. They both go together anyway. Mm. <coughs> well, So they're yeah. there. Yeah, the sacrificial the side of things. Yes, yeah, they're, they're, they're there. And they're, uh, it might be a big one, but I'm glad I'm not in it. Mm. Well, uh, once again, I just wonder how these things happen. What I just said about the famous people... Um, have they suicided themselves to get out of it? Well, yeah, it's the thing is, point, I mean, yeah. that club I mean, would be get, so get, big with so many influential characters that you would have to do it for real, otherwise you'd be found, surely. Uh, well, if you've got, if you if you're worth fifty million pounds, you can you can push there around. The world ain't that big that well, you can hide from, like a world full of. Well, people wanting to find you if they've got the power to do it and the knowledge and the contacts and all yeah, but the rest of it. My point obviously was would they bother, you know, um, providing they keep quiet, which they have to do if they're supposedly dead. Mm. Um, yeah, I suppose. But, but if you're running away from, from, from the Masons, you can't do it legally and you can't do it up front. Mm. We know you can't do mm. that because they're in, they're in control. Mm. But if you one night, you just don't turn up and someone's got a body and um, you know, paid the coroner to say it's it's Mick Jagger or whatever, then that's it. Is it possible to do that? Well, of course it is. Would they have thought? <coughs> oh, you could bet your life. Imagine, imagine you're a world famous name face, and you are a dodgy so and so, and you know that you sold your soul, devil, but you don't want to keep doing it for whatever the reason is. 
Is that the only Surely way out? Surely, if, if you sold your soul to the devil once, it's too late to go back on that. Well, it is, but... And you can't unswear an oath. No, you can't, but at the end of the day, there are people that come out on the telly and say that they've done it. Mm. Mm. Uh, Bob Dylan, for one. Yeah, I remember that. He interview. came out and said he, you know, he's really sorry to all his fans, but he sold mm. his soul to the devil. Mm. Um, mm. <laughs> and there's other... Rod Stewart said the same thing, um, which is a bit of a shame because I liked him, but, you know, that's the way it is. One they, of my colleagues is going to go work at Jimmy Page's house tomorrow. Jimmy... Jimmy Page. Jimmy Page, yeah. Let's yeah, that? Hampton Court. I'm not sure where it not is. Not Hampton Court. Um, he's got a house in um, near Richmond Park. It's right on the edge. I'm not sure if it's inside or outside, but it, it's right by the right by the. It'll gate. be a big one with a good view, no doubt. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what he's doing, but I hope he didn't sell his soul to get where he is. <coughs> As Mark Devlin said. When you think of someone like, what's his name? The actor. That one, Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Mm. How, how, um, can, how can you be at the top for 60 years without, mm. without some help? Const just, constantly getting the big... Just for saying, you're supposed to blow bloody doors off. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know? It's really sad, isn't it? So sad. Yeah, it is. It's good, but like you said, is it best to be awake? I mean, I, we used to talk about this when I did my therapy training. People say, oh, oh God, I wish I didn't know what was wrong with me. But, but I think, like you say, as long as you're around a group of people that can help you, it's all right, isn't it? As long as you're not alone and being awake. And there's, there's a guy, I hope I've met, who didn't realise anybody else knew the jab was, was evil for about a year. He thought he was completely on his own. Mm. And he was like, he was going yeah. a bit mental, I think. Yeah. There's a girl mm. who turned up. And, um, I mean, thank she goodness she's found other people. Yeah. She, yes, yeah, she thought she was the only person in the world yeah, who realised that the, the jabs were, were dodgy. Yeah. 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 She turned up, turned up at our meeting. She, are you telling me you're all unjabbed? Yeah, mm. of course we are. <laughs> <laughs> you can believe it. Exactly. <laughs> I, gave her, I gave her about 15 weeks supply of, of um, 15 different episodes of the light paper. I just yeah. couldn't believe it. Yeah. Every time yeah. he, every you time mean they write newspapers about it? <laughs> <laughs> every time he comes, he tells us things like, don't you know that? We're like, yeah, no. Been you know hiding under yeah, a rock yeah, all this time. <laughs> well, well, what they, they lock themselves away, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, they keep quiet from work. He was yeah. working, I think he just kept yeah. quiet. So, yeah. you know, there are people like that out there, mm. you know? So, yeah, it's just hopefully... Yeah. Yeah, just hopefully they find there's each other. other people like, um, what's her name? They're talking about that Paul guy turned up. Where's that? At Hope. You Paul. said, we had a visitor down there, a guy called Paul. Really nice guy, hit it off. But he turned up off the the back. I think he saw one of, uh, you know, Tim from Fair Play now. Not sure, no. He, uh, he was videoing, he, he interviewed me and Trish. Okay. And so this is on the, the work weekend, he was down. Oh, I see, okay. And Tim from Fair Play, he's a, a, mm. he's a really, really nice guy. And he's, mm. he's got a YouTube channel, about 9,500 subs. Okay. Really down-to-earth mm. bloke. But, yeah, it was this guy, Paul, just turned up out of the blue because mm. he was... Um, uh, he'd, he'd seen a, a video, I think it was probably Katie Joe or something. Mm. He'd seen interviewed and, he, yeah, the place intrigued him, so he looked it up and he came down. Okay. From? Stuff, but I, I, I can't remember where he comes from now, but, again, you know, he, he just thought, he thought it was great. 
just wanted to touch base with mm. other like-minded people. I remember Good him man. saying he, mm. he practiced a type of Buddhism and stuff. I, I can't remember what it was exactly, but, you know, he's... Yeah, he was a really nice guy, and it's just... Uh, we, we, we were chatting for... We must have chatted for at least... 40 minutes or something and mm. in that short time it's kind of yeah. like you know we felt like we'd known each other forever you just you know it's, it's like that with some people you know yeah. so it's a good place isn't it it's a lovely yeah, place it really is mm. well I got Torch coming down tomorrow uh -huh. for the day how's um, he doing I've got a, a new cow in the back garden for his dinner yeah, a live one. You got to kill it himself. You'll eat it all too. Mm. Greedy bastard. <laughs> no. Is he good at butchery? <laughs> He's good at eating. He'd be good <laughs> at butchery then. God. <laughs> butchery <laughs> of his teeth. <laughs> eat for England. Eat for India and eat for England. Christ. I think actually, I don't think he's eating as much now because he's not as big. But he used to be massive. His arms like my legs, and he was like, yeah, yeah. He, he couldn't, his arms wouldn't go down any further because he was unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, he's going to do a radio stint, isn't he? Going to persuade? Well, him to I'm, I'm, well, you know, he, he wants to come. It's just a question of, of being in the right place with his. He's got two little dogs, which he would die for. Okay. Two little Bichon mm. Frees. Oh yeah he, yeah, he walks over the fields and, and and everybody says to him, "I can't believe someone like you has got two little dogs like this." Mm. Yeah. Um, mm. I had to laugh. I, I got one of my mates, Russell. Well, you remember Matt Russell, didn't mm. you? And he, uh, I got him to one one April Fool's Day. Mm -hmm. I got him the phone <laughs> to up one and say, "Are you the bloke that owns those two yappy little <laughs> Bichon Frees over there?" And he said, "I'm going to come round and strangle those two dogs." Of course, talk to you. And listen, my mate, why don't you come round now and I'll be waiting for you. <laughs> he said, "I'll pull your arms and legs off." <laughs> just, just, I could just. <laughs> oh, I was listening to him. I thought, go on, mate. But uh, yeah, it's, it's so funny. You, know, you couldn't lay a finger on him because he, he would. He would tear your throat out. Yeah. You know, he's mad on these two dogs. <laughs> Absolutely. And that, and because he's the two dogs, his wife is working, obviously. Um, and so it's it's a question of he wants he will come on, of course. He will come, of course. Yeah. What I'd like to do though, I've explained to you before, I need someone with a decent phone. Um, to do a little podcast, uh, black and white, me being the white one, or not exactly white, but um, black and white, yeah. uh, and talk about, he wants to talk about racism and LGBT and all that nonsense. Pale, pale like. brown yeah. and dark brown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pale brown, dark mm. brown, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, it, it'll be good. We'll, we'll, we'll see if we can get some sort of agenda going. And he's, he's, a, great, he's a great guy to, to chat to. He's very personable. Um, had a, full had of fun. A, had a black mate yesterday. Both had shaving heads. Used to call us eight ball and cue ball. <laughs> <laughs> Yogi's a nice fella, isn't he? He is. He's lovely. <coughs> yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I had a little uh, little chat with him. Yeah, it was quite amazing actually. There's a number of coincidences. I said, "Where do you?" He talked about being in London. I said, "Whereabouts do you come from?" He said, "Oh, uh, Southall." I said, now, I said, I know Southall very well. I used to play football for Southall. He said, yeah. well, whereabouts? I said, well, Western Road. That's where the stadium was. He said, well, there's no stadium there now. Yeah. And I thought, oh, okay. Well, you know, <laughs> lovely little stadium with the floodlights. Um, yeah, yeah. And then he said, uh, I said, where did you move to after that? He said, oh, uh, Richmond. And I thought, well, bugger me. 
I spent the first 15 years of my life in, in Richmond. You know Richmond as well. Yeah. Mm. It's, it's amazing, isn't yeah, it, how, yeah. how these things you know, oh, no. yeah. crop up. Yeah. But he, he, he was a nice fella, Yogi. Well, I thought he was anyway. Yeah, he's a nice bloke. Yeah. Really nice guy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Kelvin knows him a bit better than than I do, but it was it was nice get, actually getting to know him more. Mm. We, yeah. You know, we had a. Is he the chap selling herbal tea? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, so I know exactly. Yes, I yeah. Some with Karen. Mm. Yeah. In fact, he texted his me son. Young son. He yeah, his son was there last time. He didn't. Mm. Come he wasn't time. on this time. Mm. I bought a couple of packs of the dandelion tea. Right. And Karen likes that, to have that before she goes to bed and she right, sleeps, yeah, makes yeah. her sleep very well. She texted me just now because I run some over to her yesterday and she said that she had a damn good night's sleep, which is down to the tea. Dandelions are probably good for you. Yep. That's mm. yeah. yeah. All part of So that was good. It was interesting actually, Jay's talk on alkalinity again. He says, look, when you, you, you get a plant as robust and indestructible as a dandelion, Mm. It's a strong plant. Mm. If you oh, eat yeah. it, you're getting that strength. Mm. Plantains too, they're yeah. hard to kill. Oh no, try mm. kill the bugs. They're in everybody's lawn. Rid of them. <laughs> they got that they're much energy. Edible too. Yeah. No, Plantains, that's they're bloody... Mm. Aren't they um, uh, bananas? Small bananas, plantains? I think it's the same yeah. family. I thought plantains were small bananas. Yeah, well, those. I think oh no, these the are the, like yeah. the little rosettes you get in your lawn. They give off or little big rosettes. little stems, and they have got funny little brown seed seeds. Heads good on. for you too. Oh, you you collect know. the seeds, yeah, mm. yeah. You can you can like dry them and grind them up and use them as a flower, like to yeah, make bread okay. or whatever. Mm. Cook with yeah. them. Yeah, they good for you too. Bloody hell! Pretty much everything. There ain't much that's going to poison you. Mm. No, no. Certain things will, but yeah. Deadly nightshade, possibly, and yeah. a couple of mushrooms. Might want to give that a swerve. Yes, yes. Mm. Yeah, when, when he turns up here, I'll get him to tell you a story about um, deadly nightshade crumble. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's a thing. No. Yeah, that, that, I won't tell you the story, but yeah. Deadly nightshade crumble. Yeah. One of one of his fictions, what, the berries, or the seeds, or uh, whatever they are. Well, it doesn't really matter. That's just just part of the part of the <laughs> the story. Mm. But it's half true, but um, yeah. <laughs> uh, mm, sounds intriguing. Deadly yeah. nightshade crumble and custard. Anybody? Um, <laughs> yes. Don't think there was any custard involved in it, but yeah. Yes. Sir. I rather like the death cap. He didn't like that jumping up. Is that another oh, ache and pain? Oh, it's kind of like <coughs> Yes, death Probably cap. in the garden. Very, very nutritious the death cap. <laughs> Don't be alarmed by the name. It's quite palatable. Mm, nice colour. such a good mm. girl, this girl, isn't she? Mm. She's such a good girl. Nothing's too much trouble for her, you know. Yeah. She helped me so much down at Hope. Oh bless! When I couldn't get the damn projector. Mm. Oh, they didn't. They didn't. Yeah. They didn't provide a projector. They didn't. No. But they, they sorted no. you out with a tally, though, didn't they? No. Did you, no. Did I not? No, I didn't do that in the end. What'd you do then? Just do. We just ended up. We ended up using Karen's laptop. But the problem is. 
I think I need to ask you about that anyway. The it didn't it didn't have enough. What do you call it? it? Didn't have enough holes in the side right. for all the things that I needed. I had a dinger and headphones. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. the thing, the the, 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 the little thing for the, the, the comes out the dinger that sits in the side. Mm. Uh, then you have the cables, HDMI cables. Yeah, and there yeah. wasn't enough out there, isn't it? So I couldn't use the headset, which I've just bought brand new, and I couldn't use the dinger. Although the dinger, the light. Take care, all right. Bye, Joseph. Take care. Bye, bye. See you both later. Yeah. The star the light was, the light the was going, but not the, yeah, yeah. the going up and down. I couldn't move it up and down. Mm. So all that bloody effort to get the headset. And the dinger, no bloody good. Yeah. Pain oh, in the arse. But we'll get it right next time, that's for sure. Yeah. I'll have to, um, I'll have a look on Amazon or t eBay or something. I'll see if I can pick up a projector or something. Because, I mean, I, it's something I'm thinking about is, uh, um, I, I quite like to put on talks myself. Mm. You know, I do, I do enough of this sort of thing. And, uh, you know, I... I I do a bit of comparing well, pay, and stuff. Well, I certainly, you know, pay off it or something. I'm not worried about that. Really, you, no, no, well, unless I mean, you I, want to, but I'm, well, no, you but know, I mean, at the I, end I'm, of the day. I'm, yeah. I'm half thinking about getting one, but, but the problem with me is I have no idea what I'm buying. Not yeah. a clue. No. No. I don't like buying something if I don't know what I'm doing. So yeah. I tend to sort of ask. Someone else, and people say, mm. why are you asking? Because I don't know. Mm. You know? Mm. I, don't, mm. I don't just out of my... Mm. Out of my comfort zone, bloody! I'm just going to swap these cameras round because because I can. I'm going to put that one there, and I'm going to mm. put this one here if if I can. <laughs> it's going to not. You looked on the weather lately. Say again. Have you looked on the weather at all lately? I haven't, but I've been told it's not. We haven't got any rain coming yeah. for another seven days. I don't know. Mm. I suppose it depends what they want us to have weather-wise. You really doing them deliberately to kill all the... I mean, the cold went on a long time. Mm -hmm. um, then it was roll rain. Now it's all bloody... Yeah, rain when the farmers were going to sow their crops and I suppose all the seeds were flooded and what have you. Oh, for God's and sake, this bloody camera. It's all right, carry on talking. And now all it's too dry for anything to grow. <sighs> yeah, so yeah. Every, everybody's irrigating. Mm. Yeah. There's mm. loads of... So I, I went, I was working at Bosom this morning. God, sake. You're not having an easy time, are you, mate? No. <laughs> Where's the cat? Keep it away from him. Yeah. Where's that bloody camera? Yes, yeah, so I went down Bosom. All right. Yeah. Um, first thing, my first job was down in Bosom, and there's loads mm -hmm. of fields with like these irrigation bloody trolleys and what have you in them. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So oh. Are you coming past? Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. So my my uh, all the stuff I'm growing. Mm. On your potatoes mm. that I mm. in about ten different places. Have you? Um, had a look into electroculture yet? Yeah, yeah I've got, we've got some copper pipes stuck in it. Uh, mm. I'm, I'm told that you should have the copper wire wrapped around it or something. But we I think the ultimate way would be yet, something but. like a bamboo stick with copper wire wrapped around it and like an antenna at the top of it. Like you've got <coughs> a wire antenna. Yeah. Like thick copper multi-strand cable 
Just, well, you can't get that every day, can you? I can, you don't come, yeah. come across that every day, do you? I've got, I, yeah, I can come across quite a bit of that, actually. Yeah. I've got a little bit at the moment. Um, whether it's enough to do any good or not, I mean, I've got no idea how lo- sort of the length of it, but... We, we're carrying stuck some... It'd go down white, you still have it. Some copper. Um, central heating pipe. Mm. Stuck in the things. What good's that going to do? I have no idea. I didn't take it out. do so. any harm. Mm. Probably not. Um, Apparently it re-energises the soil and it get, that gets transferred into the plants. You've got onions like this. At least I think they're that big. I can see mm. the shoulders spreading out. Mm. Um, so they might be twice as big as that. Be, yeah. Have they displaced much earth? Uh, not, not really. Um, what I'm doing now is, and I think it's quite clever actually, I've got um, um, a couple of squeezy bottles. Mm-hmm. Full up, you know, I, I load it all up, put the top on, and I go to every single one, every, every onion, <laughs> and pick them all out. See, the reason for that is if I get... Uh, a watering can and, and you, put it over, you look underneath and the water's running out the bottom yeah yeah so you're losing all that water yeah you know what i mean so i get the thing and just squeeze it around the around the base of the, mm. the onion or, or any of the things actually mm. you can get like what this. they call soak hose which is like a porous hose pipe basically mm-hmm. um that's pretty good a lot of gardeners use that but i don't know whether it'd be any good on pots um, or on bathtubs, rather. Well, well, I'm only doing this because water is a bit tight, mm. um, and so instead of it running out the bottom of the bath, mm. I'm just doing it round each one. It takes a long time to do it. Could you not just put a bucket under the bath and recycle that water? Not really, because it's got holes in the bath. So the water um, becomes running out everywhere. Mm. But I just look underneath and I can see water coming out, so I don't bother... Have you got enough bathtubs to put one inside the other? Have like the f- top one perforated and just put a bucket underneath the bottom one? To do what? To catch the water that drips out of the bottom. Or even like a polythene, polythene, I don't know, a bit of polythene liner under it or something. Butyl liner, no mm. pond liner. Well, the way I got around it is just by using, using the squeezy. Mm. Uh, maybe twice a day or oh, it takes a couple of hours to go around all the lot but I'm not doing <laughs> anything else and I'm in the sun just give it a, a squirt that should work and also with onions I don't know if you know they've got quite thick stems and they're so long they always fall over yeah they do they look a mess don't they yeah snip them off snip mm. them off um, all, all the really really long ones god you want to see them go then so that's the outside ones, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The middle hollow. ones are hollow. all kind of tied together. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah it's the ones that kind of hang, hang over yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. And you've got some of them quite thick, like that. You mm. snip them off uh, about that high above the ground, as it were. And you want to see mm. them there, they're standing like soldiers. Mm. It's almost like by <laughs> cutting them, it's invigorated them. It probably has. And because yeah, I'm squirting yeah. the water around the, around the base... Well, they can put more energy into growing then, can't they, there's rather only than enough, keeping yeah. those ones alive. Presumably there's only enough water that goes down into the, the roots, which is, you know, whatever it is. Um, mm. Do that twice a day, and it, I'm targeting the, the base. They do take water in through the leaves as well. I've got any leaves. Well, if, they, if you hadn't have cut them off, they, they take, well, like the leaves you... Still, well, the, I've only cut the ends off. 
Like on a dewy morning, plants take water in through the leaves too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I'm getting plenty of water, but it's targeted as opposed to coming out the bottom. Mm. But it's easy with the onions because one's there, one's there, and I go, shh, shh, shh. Mm. That's easy. Obviously, some mm. of the others, you. And I do the same thing with the um, tomatoes. You've got, I don't know, 20 tomato plants. <laughs> and so that'll about, be about 3 million tomatoes yeah, later yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Well, it depends what they Next are. Next month, then. Well, Karen whatever. don't seem to know whether they're big ones or small ones. Well, we know when You'll they come out. out. Last out. year, we only had mm-hmm. the tiny little buggers. And there was thousands of them. Mm. We were giving them away by the bucket load. Mm. We couldn't <laughs> eat them quick yeah. enough. The, the trouble is, yeah. they were barely a mouthful for each one, barely. Mm. So you had to eat so many of them. But she was making all right if you, uh, if you like tomatoes. Well, she was making lots of stuff that yeah. takes lots of tomatoes. I, mm. I don't like cooked tomatoes, I've got to say. I prefer them raw. I do, yeah. yeah. They're all a bit messy when they're... That's what knives and fork... You don't have to eat them with your fingers when they're cooked. Broad beans, that long. Mm. You, said, you said to me, try them, because if they're, if, they're, if, they're, if they're ready... I said, but how do you know if they're ready? Well, taste them. Um, yeah, I, so I, took one I guess if they're over ready, they start getting stringy like runner beans. Well, what I... I don't know. Well, I'm, I'm not seen it. Well, I saw it yesterday, but I haven't seen it uh, for a few days. But the, the, the peas are not... I don't know. Are they a bit bigger than petty pots? Mm, are they more garden peas? About that much, I suppose. Mm. Um, and they, they tasted a bit um, dry. Mm. They were wet, but they tasted dry. It's like slightly, slightly astringent. Is that the right word? No, no. Um, earthy, obviously, but um, just tasted a bit as if they, as if they were a, a bit powdery, slightly powdery. That probably means they're not not fit. Rest long, though. No it? idea. So anyway, no, I haven't had peas in a pod no, probably they, since they I was a kid. Yeah, they they certainly take some water, that's for sure. Mm. But then the, 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 they all grow up like this, and there's loads of them, and you've got mm. these bloody little things you've got to eat. Mm. Mm. Well, so apparently, if you keep taking them off, they keep growing. Peas are really nourishing for mm-hmm. you. And we've got uh, climbing beans, like French beans. Uh, runner beans. Uh, runner beans, yeah, and the ones that climb around the, you know, climb around the sticks. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. My favourites, I love yeah, them. Yeah, me they're all climbing up like a mm. so it's all going absolutely incredibly well mm. i've got one big uh thousand liter but it's not not quite full up because it's, it's bent in one corner um but we've got about 800 800 it's, liters left it's called an ibc what's that international bulk carrier yeah right that big cubic meter thing with a white uh, metal cage around it mm. no no we've got no metal cage did it have no 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 it was full up with honey. It's still an IBC. Mm. When I got it, it was honey all around, all around the outlet. Yeah, me. Reason, yeah, the reason, <laughs> reason I got it is it's a lovely plastic connection. Where what did we do? Now? I think it's an M40 oh, or M42. You pull the handle out, and then mm. it's, it's like round. It's a flap, and then it flap opens up. Yeah. But it, it's so good. You know, I've had them oh, eight, seven, eight years at least, mm. and they still close properly mm. i don't abuse it but nevertheless you know well they're yeah they're made to have a ton of work some kind of liquid behind it well, they've got a they've got to hold that ton of liquid yeah well it's easier to hold got it, because back, but it holds the water back brilliantly mm. 
You can get. Um, we've used adapters to adapt onto um, just normal normal pipe fittings. Mm. I think it's an M40 thread. These ones are three inch, three inch outlets. Right. Okay. That's seventy five mil. Yep. That's really very big. Oh, when you open it up, when it's full on <laughs> tsunami. I've got a big, uh, I've got a big plastic, big deep bucket underneath it, and I fill mm. it up, and then close it off, and then mm. take either a bucket full out or fill up the watering can. Is that rainwater? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So. It's working very well, but we, you know, we've got one left, and then one, uh, one dust removal. Sounds like you could you could really do with putting a pump in that stream behind you and just emptying it some may, of that. It may come. ICD. It may come to that. It may mm. come to that. But then, if we haven't got any water, then the stream might not have too much. Probably so more like. I mean, even if you were to dig a bit of a sump in the stream put a pump in the sump i can't get out the bloody stream at the moment yeah it's probably a little bit overgrown do you know what's growing the most at the moment well, the apple tree is doing very well i mean the, my main apple tree which mm. is like seven or eight years old it's covered it in uh the um well all the flowers are gone now the wind has blown them all yeah off. mine ain't mine lost all, all its really blossom it was fucking it was snowing all for these a, little apples growing days. you know about mm. that wide you know, because there'll be thousands of them. Mm -hmm. And I've got two other apple trees. A lot of those planted. will be on the ground before long. Um, well, <laughs> not if I have anything to do with it. If there's any birds there start kicking them around, I go out there with a blunderbuss. <laughs> mm. but, um, Good for you. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, we've got some birds in the garden just lately. Blimey. And uh, there's some characters. I would imagine quite... Do they visit your vegetables quite a lot? Um, not really. Uh, I think they're so well fed from, from our garden and next door's garden. I don't think mm. they even bother with attacking not, the, the No, the not to eat the vegetables, but to get the insects off What them. we did find the other day was something, and it would be a cat, is sleeping in one of the bins with um, my potatoes. They've trodden, <laughs> trodden, them, trodden them down. I think what the cat, possibly? I suspect it's a cat because every now and then there's a bunch of feathers not far away and they hide in there and the bird don't know it's there and yeah it nice out. nice place to pounce yeah, yeah. so i'm mm. sort of trying to block that off i chase all the cats out the minute they appear i chase them out and they don't come in the garden when i'm around mm -hmm. at night time you've got no choice but, yeah um mm. but uh, there is some real characters in, in i was garden. watching bats last evening yeah. in my garden yeah mm. yeah flittering about yeah we get one uh, i presume they're pipistrels yeah 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 there's one that comes in the garden billy the bat he does exactly the same circuit every single time mm. um yeah I'm not surprised because you can sit there and there's gnats everywhere yeah and they're coming out the ground and the flying mm. ants mm. <laughs> yeah yeah i like bats yeah Bollocks to what they it, say about it? bats and coronavirus. I like bats. Yeah, well. <clears throat> no, they're, they're not the most visual of no. mammals, are well, they? That's it, mm. they're gone. <laughs> yeah. You know. But, um, but the magpies, because a pair of magpies, one, I call one of them peg leg, because he's got something wrong with his right leg, his left leg. Well, not wrong. He seems too long. It's sort of, it's sort of bent where it should, but this bit seems longer, and it, he stands there, and one leg's out. 
like that, and the other one's mm. uh, pig leg. Why do you want to see him eat? Oh, mm. they're very clever. Like they're like the crows, same family, mm. of course. Um, but the pigeons just. I got a couple of, of magpies nesting in my holly tree. I've got a holly tree in the mm -hmm. garden. They've got very few leaves this year. Mm. Mm. It didn't have many berries last winter. What does the what does the what does the nest look like? It's just a mess. It's really scruffy. Mm. Probably not. It's almost as if someone's just thrown a handful of sticks up the top of the tree and it's landed and yeah. Well, that's that's a. I don't know whether originally a it was a, a magpie. That's a pigeon. Yeah, we we have a flat platform of sticks. You can see right through it. Yeah, um, that's about the size of it. We do have pigeons around. Yeah, but the magpie has got a dome structure. Nah, the same. And they have a, they have they, they do that to stop the crows from mm. arriving and just taking the taking. The We've babies. got one crow that keeps mugging one seagull. Mm. Whether that seagull has already taken its fledglings or whatever, yeah, I've got no idea. But I wouldn't be at all surprised. Yeah. Well, they do compete for food. Oh, absolutely, they do. Oh. So like the magpies, they, they compete for food mm. with pretty with much everybody. everything else yeah, too. Yeah. And we have a jay who's in the garden all the time. Sometimes there's two yeah, of them. good security. For what? They they shout at anything Hoodoo. moving. Jays. If you're in the woods and you hear a jay, you know something's moving around. Well, they're a bit fractious, aren't they? Um, mm. The slightest movement. Highly they take, strong. They take, yeah, they take off. Um, yeah, but the magpie, they yell as well. Peg leg doesn't like... The jay at all? No, they're and competing. They're if the jay's there, the magpie just flies at him, and he and he flies away. Mm. Having said that, the crow, it's, 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 they get on the on the lawn. I've chucked stuff on the lawn, and they're all mm. there. And the crow is in charge, basically, um, and he doesn't really upset any of the others. But if he gets too close to the magpie, he goes like, and the magpie sort of jumps out of the way. He doesn't fly mm. off. He just jumps further out of the way, yeah. and then goes yeah, goes around the corner, but. Um, what we've had a lot of just lately is um, <laughs> rooks. Well, one rook, not not lots of rooks, one rook, and one um, jackdaw. Yeah. Um, and it's interesting to see the crow, the jackdaw, and the rook together, and you can see the difference in size. Mm. You know. Well, they're all cousins, if you like. Well, they're all family. Um, all corvids. Yeah, yeah, all they are corvids. all corvids. Magpies. What would be good jays. is to see the raven turn up, see the difference. Mm. But then uh, probably mm. not. But uh, well, the jays is the corvid as well. Yeah, and the magpie. They're yeah, all corvids. Yeah, they are. But they are clever though. The um, the magpies and the crows because if there's a lot of food there, they peck, 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 and then you've got a dirty great big wadge of food mm. in his mouth and they fly <laughs> yeah. off with it. Um, yeah, they do it all the time, and the, the crows clever, really, really intelligent. They are. Mm. They are apparently, according to the last list, the third most in, um, intelligent creatures on the planet. What third crows? Mm. What the family in general? No, well, well, no crows, carrion crows. Mm. Uh, obviously, the family are, are very similar. Um, but yeah, they're third after humans. Although you have to wonder how that is the case after some humans and uh, <laughs> chimpanzees. Well, they're the only other thing that use tools, aren't they? Crows use tools. Yeah, but crows haven't got hands. I don't need hands. They don't make tools. Uh, well, they they have been... They have... I mean, have. I know it's like seagulls. 
Do you see seagulls on the grass verge on a rainy day and they'd be yeah, they're clapping the floor. stamping the up and down trying to yeah. imitate the rain to get yeah. the worms up? Yeah. And they yeah. might go and get like a selfish off the beach and fly 30 foot up in the air and drop it on a hard surface to break sure. the shelves. Sure. That's kind of clever. That's, that's why it's very clever. It's extremely clever. Mm. Um, but what crows have been observed, I haven't observed it, but people have observed them. For example, say there's a bee's nest. And they're not worried about the bees, mm. uh, but they want the honey. Mm. They get a stick, don't so they? They get a stick, and they put it in their beak, mm. and they put it in the hole, and if it's not long enough, they chuck it away and get a longer one. Mm. I mean, that, that's, that's, that's clever. They're pretty intelligent. And they pick mm. it up and poke it in, and then they bring it out. And mm. Mm. Needs must. Absolutely needs must. Um, you know, mother invention and all that. Mm. So, yeah, clever. <laughs> Bloody clever, I tell you. And it's just fun to watch them. Yeah. You know, I chuck a load of stuff out before we have breakfast. Uh, well, at the same time, I chuck it out and we sit there having our breakfast watching this mm. carnage in the garden. Mm. It's, it's really, <laughs> really a sight to see. There's entertainment and it, for you. Absolutely. And if, if you have a, a chicken, for example, um, you debone it, you get all the, the meat off or boil it up, whatever it is you're mm. going to do to it. But anyway, I break it up a bit, chuck it in the, in the little pot Chuck yep. it out in the garden. Oh, you've never seen anything like it. About ten big white dinosaurs <laughs> come down and, and the, the what, fun. The, the, the fun sometimes is just, you know, one of them gets hold of one, and one of them says, "You're not having that. I'm having it." And yeah. Anyway, it's a tug of war. Yeah. And eventually <laughs> yeah. The, thing, the thing breaks, you know. Um, mm. It's just, and then some some of them get above themselves, and they start attacking the other ones. You know, clear off. Um, they're not eating anything they're just too busy trying to get rid of the others yeah mm. bonkers but it is it is a sight to see mm. yeah well, I suppose that's that's like any social animal isn't it yeah. it's like humans we get distracted too easy yep and how and how so <laughs> yeah so I should really put um a camera up at night because there, there will be things in the garden a trail cam you will not believe that are there mm. um, they'll obviously be fo I've never seen any foxes in the garden but they are I got there. foxes I got hedgehogs I got yeah. bats yeah. cats I think where we are that's there about as all that's we about probably as far as get things like uh, badgers for sure over from over the woods you would probably know well, they follow the same path every day you would notice tunnels appearing in your brambles at the back of the garden if they came across um, the stream is. and across... Uh, well, there is. Um, I've seen um, foxes mm. going in and out. So mm. maybe they're Yeah, they, they create tunnels the or they all use you the same tunnel. You see little tra trails going in where they've stepped on the... It's not big enough for a human, so you can... Have a look, see if you can find some fur. I mean, it's like if, if you've got like a barbed wire like fence... like a fur coat. Doesn't really need to be that much. That much no. <laughs> if you've got like a barbed wire fence and you've got like um, an animal trail going <laughs> through yeah, it, yeah, yeah. yeah but certainly yeah, little tunnels. All this talk of nature, mm -hmm. nature calls. I've got to have a wee. Um, I'll be back in a minute. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, have one for <laughs> me while you're there. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Right. Good man. I've just been looking at news headlines. I barely had a chance. Well, <laughs> since yeah, before uh, the weekend, you right. probably ain't missing. See you in a month. Bye bye. Oh, I am missing. <laughs> Yeah, if you've got like an animal trail going through, I don't know, long grass or something, and you've got like a barbed wire fence, chances are you'll, you'll pick up some fur. 
You can tell whether it's badger or deer or yeah, rabbit well, or yeah, fox. Yeah, yeah. It wouldn't be a deer, but... No, probably um, not a deer. But, um, but you can tell a deer. They call them pins with deer. They're deer. hollow, yeah. and you can break them really easy. They're not like your normal hair, which mm. stretches. It doesn't stretch, it just breaks. Mm. But that's cool. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, so we... we, we it's quite entertaining. Mm. Um, every day you'll see 20, 25 different birds, mm. uh, which is amazing, mm. really, for a, a garden. But then it's part, partly because we encourage them and partly because of the, the field, the, the forest, as it were, at the back. Yes, I would imagine. It, it is, it's quite a, an arable, uh, not an arable. It's quite like a farmy area, isn't it? Yeah, you know, without, no, without the farm. Yeah, without, yeah, well, yeah, a chicken yeah. farm across the road. But. Uh, well, that's <laughs> 200 yards away, 150 mm. yards away. But. And then a big housing estate being built across the other road as well. That's not going to help. Well, the other side, yeah. Mm. yeah. yeah across the main road, yeah. Um, but it's, it's but just yeah, it's, it's quite rural. Rural, rural that's, that's the word. Yeah, that's the word you're quite for, unbuilt rural, yeah. up. And I would think... Possibly a dusk. I've I've not really seen any owls, but I've seen a few flashes at dusk, and they will be owls. What barn owl type? Not so much barn owls. Because unlike you, you, you to know see tawny owls, or well, well, just when you say flashes. Well, you, uh, yeah, well, you see a, a something flying, but you can't quite see what it is. It might just be seagulls on their way back to their roost or something. No, they, they don't. They don't fly at night. You would probably hear owls. And besides, you see, see it with white. Uh, the oh, barn, yeah, the barn owl you'd see, you'd see, you'd see it straight away. You um, would. I mean, they fly in the daytime as well. You see them quartering fields in the daytime, yeah. barn owls. Remember I told you um, about um, a UFO that me and Kim saw and a, an, an owl followed us across yeah, the, across yeah. the uh, Washington Estate. Yeah. Now, I don't know what that owl was, but it's big. Big. Doesn't big, sound big, like big. it'd be a native owl. Well... I'm looking at it, and it, it looks to be that big, three foot, mm. and it's got um, long wings, but but deep, mm. and on a very small body, mm. um, and, and the noise was unbelievable. So it was obviously not a tawny owl, or a short-eared owl, or mm. a barn owl. No. So I don't no. know what owl would be that big. Eagle owl? I mean, they're not native, but... They're enormous, don't the they? They are. They're enormous. Mm. I mean, that's buzzard. But it might have... That would take on a buzzard. An eagle, in fact, oh, yeah, an eagle yeah. would take on anything. Yeah. Easily. But it might have escaped Easily. from captivity. It might have been thinking you were its might. own. You went, oh, yeah, I want some food. Give me some it food. might have escaped from the UFO. Yeah, might have done. Do you want a drink? I would love a cup of tea, thank you. <laughs> in fact, the um, chap who runs the UFO group down in Hampshire, Hugh, Hugh Fogg, it's called, Hampshire UFO Group, Ian, he... Um, when I told him about this, he said, he said, well, funny enough, he said, <laughs> it's not the first time I've heard that owls have been involved in and around a sighting of UFOs. What a coincidence. How weird is that? Mm. How bloody weird. There was something wrong with this owl, and it had a problem with us. We were just walking, I mean, when we were walking down, other people were walking the other way, and we said, well, look at that noise up there. And they didn't follow them, they followed mm. us. You know, maybe you, uh, um, purely speculation, 
Is it because you were in contact with the UFO, even simply by sight? Or was the UFO updating I don't think so, because when we first saw it, that was when we were starting the walk, and it was still light when we saw it. Mm. By the time we got to the round estate and gone from one end to the other, it was pitch black. Mm. So there is no correlation between what we saw originally, although we did see it later, of course, uh, but this owl was just going absolutely crackers. Mm, that doesn't sound the normal. Noise, the noise was, was, was phenomenal. Mm. But as I say, it was maybe 20 foot over our head. And mm. We're walking the other way, and it's still there. It's, it's, it's obviously following us. Mm. But um, yeah, that owl, doesn't sound normal. Good, he, he, was, he was so close, we could hear the flapping you know, of mm. the wings. It just flap, flap, and... <laughs> it was quite dark. Are you sure it wasn't a dragon? Could have been that. <laughs> he wasn't, wasn't, he wasn't firing out any flames or anything, but no. I'm sure it might have done if it had come down a bit lower. <laughs> yeah. But um, it was a, it was a, it was a strange thing. I didn't really put two and two together at the time. I just thought it was an owl just mm. got upset about something. It's a nice bit of nature, but then perhaps when it's shouting at you, it's not mm. such a nice bit of nature. Mm. But Ian <laughs> said that you know, he's, he's, he's heard that before. Mm. This is a Slightly odd. Well, I mean, owls are supposed to be quite intelligent animals, aren't they? Oh, they're supposed to be, yeah. The Not Parliament the of Owls, that yeah. goes against, yeah, that goes against grain too, there doesn't There it? wasn't a very intelligent one in my house some time ago. <laughs> it smashed into the window at the back and left an imprint of his face. I've still got, <laughs> I've got, I've got on my phone a picture of it. Mm. It's obviously an owl because it's mm. a round face and you can see the eyes and the nose and, mm. and most of the wings where it... God, was a surprise, wasn't it? If you drive flying along, all of a sudden you hit something. I've had a dove fly into oh. the conservatory, like yeah. the French doors, if you like. Mm. Yeah, that made a bit of a bang. The blackbirds are done it too. itself. Mm. One blackbird killed itself doing it. Female blackbird. Mm. Um, I out, went out there, and when I heard the bang, went out there, and it's lying on the ground. Oh shit! Can't stand that. It makes me. Mm. Feel, mm, we did. So I put, a, I put a, uh, the top of the bin, a, bit of, a bin lid, sorry. Watch out. Hello. Hiya. Put a bin lid over the top of it so that the flies wouldn't get at it. Mm. Can I have a bit? And then when I was ready, mm. when I was ready, um, I buried it. Mm. Yeah. yeah, that's a good thing to do. Yeah, well, it's, well he gets rid of the maggots, but he did deserve that. And it fertilises your garden too. Uh, I'm not really looking at it that way, I just... Mm. Didn't like the idea of just chucking it away, you know? No. No. Can't do that. But um, I get very upset about things like that. There's a bin beside my little shed. I went out there one day. There was a blackbird. He drowned in the bin. The bin was pretty much full up, or fairly full up. But he couldn't get any purchase off the water to mm. jump out. Mm. If I'd have seen him flapping, I'd have been happy to go in and put my arm underneath and lift him out. Yeah. I, yeah, it was dead. So a bit too late. Yeah, but yeah. it happens. You know, when you, when you have, when you have a garden, you. thank you. When you have gardens, that's what happens, isn't it? Mm. You know, animals there, and things don't always go to plan. No, they don't. Which is probably good. They don't because then we wouldn't learn by our mistakes, yeah. would we? Yeah. Well, maybe, but just a bit upsetting that all. Mm. Yeah, death is never a nice thing, but 
Yeah, I used to have proper bloodlust. Well, I'm a, I'm a trained gamekeeper. Yeah, well. Yeah, I got some regrets about those days now. Yeah. But again, it happens. It does. I was a lot younger then. Didn't know how things worked. But all in all, I'm really, really pleased um, with the way things are going in the garden. Everything's growing like mad. Yeah, it sounds like it. That's, you, that's awesome. What do you think is growing the best? Uh, Very I, nutritious. I, probably potatoes. Stingy nettles. Dead, yeah, they were superfood. Have you actually tried them? No. Six foot high, they are. Just the top two or three leaves. Just get a cup full of those, boiling water on top. Just let it steep for five, ten minutes. And it tastes a bit like the smell of cut you grass. Think I've got the time to do that. You don't. What, what's going to be time consuming about that? The drinking of it. Yeah. Well, leave it till it's cold then. Have ice nettle tea. But you can use nettles in loads of things. Use them like spinach. Yeah, no, Doesn't right. need much heat to, to neutralise a sting. Mm. Mm. Well, as I told, told nettles you. are a superfood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which well, is why I suppose they tell us, oh no, it's like dandelions. Oh no, they, they're not good for you. They're mm. going to make you wee. Well, they are. They're di diuretic. Mm. It's a diuretic, yeah. It clears you out. It doesn't. It doesn't make you wee for the sake of making you wee. It makes you wee because you're detoxing. Mm. Well, obviously, I want the the um, uh, thing that was to grab all along the back, mm. and to one side they're growing, they're gradually working their way across. Mm. Um, Nip the tops off, and they grow even and bigger. They, they look when you look at look at them closely. They're such rich green colour. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. They're, 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 they're they're healthy. Mm. Incredibly. Have you got healthy. many caterpillars on them? So I think, not, is it Red Admirals? Is it Red Admirals? just lately. One of the butterflies almost exclusively lays its eggs on stinging nettles um, for the babies. That's like basically their food, food source when they hatch. I can't remember it's, whether it's well, Red Admirals or not. About, I don't know, three, four, five years ago, mm -hmm. up the back, just the back of my glass wall, Mm. There was, I assume it was stinging nettles, I don't know, maybe maybe it was a blackberries, I don't know. There was one particular part where there was a mass of small caterpillars. Little although, black with yeah, yellow yeah, stripes. Yeah, well, I can't remember what they were. I think, Fur, I think no, it was quite not a, particularly I think they were furry, red, I don't I think they were red, actually. I can't remember what kind they, were, they, were like, they would be. Sort of going like this, all up this little, little stem, just on that one stem. Mm. I've never seen anything like it before. Birds didn't seem to be particularly interested in them. And, mm. um, I'd never seen them before, but certainly that was, it was a bit odd. Mm. Never seen them before. <laughs> oh, God. Mm. Well, I'm hoping that we feed them so much, both in my garden and the chap <clears throat> next door. He's got loads and loads of feeders there. Um, that they won't attack the blackbirds, eggs and babies and things. Yeah. Um, mm. The, the magpies don't seem to have been a problem, but the, the jay certainly has. Mm. I've seen him go into the, 
tree and I don't remember there being a nest there but he's he's come out followed by the blackbirds and he's mm. he's gone out over the top of the, the tree and the blackbirds followed him so mm. I don't know if he nicked anything or probably I mean they take eggs they oh, take yeah, absolutely. fledglings yeah, absolutely yeah I like a bit of warm meat yeah a bit of live meat yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah they're very yeah, we're always a bit wary of, of, of the jay and what he's doing where, where mm. he's going but it's, 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 it's just really good to watch them mm. you, know? you can actually learn a few bits from mm. them it's good to see good to see it's good to know they're still around yep I mean a lot of the songbirds seem to have well not so much disappeared but they're becoming funny smaller in numbers yeah up until about <coughs> three four weeks ago I hadn't seen a song thrush for mm. some time um Occasionally you get one, usually in the middle of, not the middle of winter, but mm. springish. Um, you get one singing up there. We've had one there, and it comes in the garden all the time now. A beautiful to look at. Mm. Especially, you know, especially the song because he's very um, stately. Mm. It stand right upright. Yeah, they're very regal, back. aren't they? Regal, mm. absolutely. Mm. And um, <laughs> he's been singing almost every day, sometimes all day long. I don't mean singing for a mate or what. Possibly, but so uh, I, I love the song, Rush. Love it, absolutely love it. I was I was sitting down having lunch. Oh, I can't remember. I was in the middle of nowhere, fields all around, in a little country lane, and I lay by. Door open, bright sunshine, and there was a skylark singing, sort of in the next field. It was miles up. I couldn't actually mm -hmm. see it, but he went on for ages, yeah. which was really good. I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can't really beat uh, birds, really. Um. I've got a video request from Ash saying, Hey, Josh, Mr. Bash. please play Leo this movie trailer as he wanted to know about the owl connection. Yeah. Oh. An owl connection. Owls. Okay, yeah. The fourth kind. In remote Alaska, citizens have been mysteriously vanishing since the 1960s. Something or other. Uh, Where's that? Alaska. Well, Alaska is North America. It's pretty bloody remote, certainly. Ah, mm. uh, it has a UFO history too. Alaska. Mm. Most famous one is pretty damn close to the North Pole, which Japan they try and keeps out of Japan Airlines. Captain Tarahuchi. Uh huh. He saw something unbelievable when he was flying over Anchorage in the last mm. thirty thousand feet. He yeah. saw um. Well, he he described it as a walnut, like a walnut. Yeah. With a band round, like a walnut, but essentially got that little seam, hasn't it, round it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he yeah. said there was like a band round it, mm. and he reckoned it was the size of what did he say? I think he said about the size of three battleships. Oh, not a small thing then. Uh, <laughs> not really. Not a small thing. And he can't it was even that as small. He, he was in a seven four seven, a jumbo, Japan Airlines, um, and he said it was in front of him, but it didn't seem to be getting closer or farther away. So it was obviously doing the same speed as he was, mm. keeping in front of him. Mm. But he said it was absolutely huge, um, and then suddenly it just went. Yeah. Um, 
disappeared from view. <laughs> As they do. And, he, and he, he said he was talking to the air traffic guard. They said, there's nothing, there's nothing on radar. He said, what's this in front of me? Mm. Nothing mm. on radar. Do they have dash cams in planes? They bloody want to. I suppose it depends whether the pilot's got a smart fin. Yeah. You could use that as a dash cam. <laughs> Albeit temporarily. Oh, yeah. well, yeah. I think this would have been before before um, <laughs> phones. Yeah. But. Oh, that's a shame. Well, I'm just trying to think mm. when it was. 2000 or something, something like that. Just a famous... But of course the kicker comes when he told everybody about it. His cockpit crew saw it also. Yeah. And... Uh, He'd been a, pilot, uh, a captain for 20 years, you know, 40 years flying. What did they do? They gave him a desk job. Huh. Of course. Demotion. Mm. They would say it was promotion, but... Mm. Yeah. yeah took them, and not pilots are like, they don't want to leave the cockpit, do they? Well, that's... To, yeah, I suppose that's what they to, signed up for. You have to dig, you know... Dragged him kicking and streaming, but... What they do mm. with politicians... They, they couldn't sack him. They appoint him as vice president. Oh yep. great! I've had a, I've had a, <laughs> I've yeah. had a promotion, and then they they spend the next ten years sat there doing nothing. Yep. Public speaking at half a million quid a time. Mm-hmm. That reminds yeah, me of the, the, I think it was an ad, some sort of admiral, or of admiral level anyway. Yeah. Um, I can't think of what the hell he was doing. He must have been in a boat anyway, and, and something happened, and, and he wanted to tell the story, and they didn't want him to say a. A damn thing. So they promoted him. <laughs> and they gave him a desk job in the um, oh, Pentagon. Mm-hmm. And whose office do you think was hit by the, uh, <laughs> the missile that went into? I'm glad you didn't say the plane that went into the, yeah, quite into the Pentagon. Um, and so mm-hmm. whose office do you think was right in line with A that? certain admiral, a certain I think, admiral. with all the paperwork and, and all he, that it, involved. It was his and first day... At the job, oh, yeah, that's, job. that's a bit unfortunate. Um, but not, not at dink. all pro- predictable. No, 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 it's, <laughs> like, it's just staggering, isn't it? You know, you, all these little mm. side issues, which are very important if mm. you if you get to know about them. Mm. Side yeah. issues. Eh? Oh, just a random chin yeah. chin. By the way, everyone, just a random chin chin. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. random accident. Of course. Mm. 